The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Ding dong, ding a dong ding. Come on, everybody, join in. Ding dong, ding a dong ding. The party is about to begin. Take it home, yeah. Yeah, man. This is gonna be a mother flipping good show tonight, man. I'm feeling the vibe. The vibe is alive in 75. Gosh. Oh, three, four, four. Four. I've got a numb tongue now. I've just sprayed it with um, all those antiseptic sprays. And yeah. I've got a numb tongue. Um, it's gonna be a fun show. A fun He's made time. me jump three times in a row. It'll be a fun time. Um, one of my favourite actors, John Goodman, has released an album. Oh. And it's surprisingly all right. Is it? Yes, it is. Is it, though? Yes, yeah, all right, actually. To do every kind of people. <laughs> um, Tell t- you what, can, for a laugh, can, we get, can you go to the Nick Knowles page on Amazon? We'll read some more oh. reviews out. Go on. Really? It yeah, feels yeah. now like nah. kicking a baby. Nah, 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 nah. All right. Um, we'll play a track from the John Goodman album a bit later. It's, it's, ama- it's, it's like... Um, sorry? A bit of titanitis. Titanitis? Mm. I don't think. That's um that's when um breasts make a high pitched whistle. Titanitis. <laughs> listen. Oh th- hang on. Hang on, let me listen. <laughs> Do you hear that? Yeah, they are. They are. Your tits are making um high pitched whistle. Well the left one is, the right one's sort of a lower drum, oh, but yeah. Yeah. Um well. Amazon. On that bombshell, Nick Knowles. Um, on that bombshell, let's go to Blake. Good evening, Blake. Good evening. How are you doing? Tonight? Doing very. I've got a numb mouth. Um, yeah. But apart from that, I'm on top of the world. What you got for us? Well, basically, um, sorry about that. I spat my tongue when I was eating some food. Um, you spat your. You hang on. You did what? You spat your I tongue burned, out when you were eating some food. I, I burned my tongue. I was eating some food. You know, and you scalded your tongue. What were you eating? Um, it's actually called. Uh, I can't really pronounce it. Stop stew. Have you ever tried um, Ethiopian food? Um, I have tried Ethiopian food. What, what do you mean you can't pronounce it? What? What? Hang on a minute. What it's, food is there that's unpronounceable? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's something. What, what the heck was that? Uh, no, it was. A, it's some sort of a. It's, it's like an S A C A U and A S C U A J A J I G I G H K N H K U. H K N, that's um, Squajigan. You pronounce exactly. that Jigan? I mean, I uh, can't pronounce that. Okay, fine, fair enough. Yeah, but it's hot um, though. Is it, is it hot, spicy, or is it hot cook, cooked hot? It sort of tastes sort of. Uh, it's reminiscent of that of a, a chicken madras. 
two different types of hot, Catherine. There's hot, as my boys will say, is it hot spicy or is it hot hot? Hot spicy, they won't go near. Hot hot, they'll blow on it. Simple as. Okay, well, 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 well Blake, well done you for eating um, from around the world. Um, but, but that's yeah. not what you've called in for, though, is it, Blake? It's definitely not, no. Oh, go on then. So essentially, well, yes. I was in my garden the other day. I looked over the fence and there was a strange man staring back at me. Okay. Um, just, he's my neighbour, but he, he was look, giving me a very strange look, so I just went back into my house. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I sort of crawled over towards the conservatory to see if he was still there. Yes. And he was there looking at my house for uh, approximately maybe four minutes. Um, I went out to go and speak to him with a, t- with a torch, and he just walked off. And I'm slightly concerned for my safety at the moment. I'm not sure whether he's trying to scope out the house. Uh, he's a new neighbour. Um, I think he's probably a murderer. Well, or... I should hope not. I really do hope not. Have you thought about this, Blake? You might be invisible. This is... is, No, you can't do that. You're blowing my mind. Surely not. It happens. No, definitely not invisible. Well, you're eating unpronounceable food. It's the first sign. But what if... What if when we die... Yes. We see the light. That light leads us to when we were born into a new life, and that's why babies cry. Because the babies are remembering their past life. Flipping it, man. Listen, I know you're, I know you're, you're yanking my chain, but what a, what a chain yank to start with. What if when we die, we crawl towards a light and then we're reborn, and that's why babies cry? This is, do you know what? This is insane. I'm going to go with this, Blake, because what if they are crying, right? And they want to, they go, oh, you're thinking, no, I want to exactly, communicate to my mum and dad that I'm, I'm an old bloke called Fred, um, but then but by the time they get to six months, they've forgotten their previous life. Exactly. And you know what's really funny? I'm not, I'm not going to take credit for this. I did actually see that post on Facebook a few days ago. Oh, Blake, well, you're, but, uh, you're, you're, a, you're a comedy thief then. In that case, you can, um, you can jog on. It does, it, it has provided us with a great phone, uh, phone in. When have you ever had to hide or crawl in your own home? 0344 499 1000. We've all done it. We've all done it. We've all seen. Oh, bloody hell. It's, it's her. She's coming up. Quick, get, get down. Get that. No, get that. Come over here. She can... And we've all done it. We've all had to hide. And sometimes someone's looked through the window and seen, seen you and you've had to go, oh, we're just playing. Have you done that? I've been caught. Go on. You know, because I'm at home all day, yes. the Amazon man thinks I'm a soft touch. So after his third visit with someone else's parcel, yeah. the next time he oh. dinged the bell, I gathered my children yeah. together and we went and hid in the kitchen. Yep. And they were saying, but he's pressing the doorbell. I said, yeah, Go away in a minute. It won't be for us. It's going to be for someone else. Yeah. So just stay in here. Then we heard the back gate open. Yep. And we heard his footsteps coming around the back of the house. And then we saw his face at the kitchen window. Oh, And he no. saw us all clustered there. And this time, the parcel was for me. Oh, man. And this is it. This is the phone-in. When have you ever had to hide or crawl in your own house? 0344 499 1000, of course. Kids never understand why you're hiding, do they? Catherine and I have have, have reinstated an old game we used to play at BBC Three Counties where we will will hide and spring out on each other. But I remember in the past, I've been hiding like three, four minutes. Once you get to minute four of hiding, you've really got to weigh up the, do I stay here now, even though it could go on forever, or should I just... Get up and go and never tell anyone about this. There is a moment where you laugh at your own ridiculousness. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a moment where you your breathing is odd and you realise it. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a... It's a, it's a toughie. It's a really tough one to decide whether you're going to commit to this hiding or whether you're going to give it up and pretend it never happened. Oh, 344 499 1000. Let's go to Mr Lau. Good evening, Mr Lau. 
Hello. Hello, Mr. Lau. Hello. How is our Wednesday evening going? It's going very, very well. We both had chicken burgers from the fire station, which is and they now were hot and spicy. Hot and spicy, and then we had some chicken wings that were hot and sweet. Uh, and we've watched the um, Eurovision um, you, uh, Your Choice competition. Ah, Ryland was on that, wasn't he? Ryland was on that. Yeah, I couldn't work out why. Um, he's a fine pick of a man. He's I love, I love Ryland. He's, 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 um, I won't say he's a good friend of mine because I don't speak to him very often, but we, have a, we had a little textual recently, actually. I like Ryland. Um, so we watched that. And then. Um, we, we spent a lot of time wondering why we were watching that. Yeah, it was. Did you see it, Mr. Lau? Of course I did. I love Eurovision. Um, what did you reckon to the entrance? Uh, it, it was different. It was different. Um, uh, I thought the young lady colourful. that won, I didn't really hear much of her song, but she looked like, and from what little I heard, sounded like um, Pound Shop Annie Lennox. OK, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I liked... <laughs> yeah. I, I thought Goldstone were going to win. I like Goldstone a lot. I thought they were great, the three girls. Um, but I thought, and I, listen, I love Mel Goodright. Goodright, is that how you say it? Oh, you she's it? hilarious! I think she's brilliant. I think uh, I think her Mel and Sue, I think, are great. I think um, Mel is the real powerhouse in that. I, I think she's wonderful. Um, but it has to be said that was some stinky script they were working to, uh, with tonight, wasn't it? It's always well written, I find. Yeah, I just it, well, Cass said it looks like it's made by BBC Look East. Yeah. You, you just imagine some nineteen-year-old guy going, "This is going to be really funny, guys." No, trust me, trust me, it's going to be funny. And it, it was just a, it was a real stinker of a show. And by the way, I know about BBC Look East. I used to write the, the scripts myself, so I do know how it's done, and it was done like that. Yeah, r- 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 rubbish. Anyway, Mr. Uh, uh, last year, yeah, last, la- yeah, last year, last year, it last was the, year. Um, it was the X Factor rejects, wasn't it? What, they entered the competition? Yeah, yeah. Well, they were on the You Decide channel. It was oh, the X Factor the decide, you, you Decide channel. God, for a second, it was only a programme, guys. You've painted a horrific w- w- universe, an alternate dimension, where there is a You Decide channel. Um, here's the thing, right? Why we shouldn't decide. I know they do it so it feels like we're part of it and stuff, and no-one wants to accept the responsibility for ballsing it up. But what do we know about music? Nothing, but it raises money for children in need, doesn't it? So what? Well... No, 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 no. Let them need. You're right. Let them need. No, no, no. Well, if children didn't need, then there wouldn't be any pudsy. You're doing pudsy out of a job, so think on that. But also, you you know... okay. so money's going to charity, that's great, but that still doesn't mean we should send a crap song... Um, just because, so kids are going to get like a wheelchair. Spoiler alert! Yeah. It's always going to be a crap song. Well, it's not always. Um, uh, Bucks Fizz was great. Yeah. Who was that? Casey and the Sunshine Band. No, Floella and the Coachellas. What were they called? Um, what were Katrina they? Katrina and the Waves. Katrina and the Waves. That was a great song. Yep. Did they win? Yes. They did, didn't they? But then we had Love City Groove. Yeah. What was Love City Groove? In the morning. Yep. When the sun shines. I like Gemini. I interviewed Gemini before and remember, after. Was it was Deuce a thing? Were they a thing? Who were the ones that did the no. um, "You're about to land"? Stick this uh, down your. Oh, I don't know, but I did like the guy who had um, the, the the naughty school children. Do you remember that, Mister Lau? Oh, Mister Lau's gone. Where's he gone? Came back. Where's he gone? He's not. We're not finished, Mister Lau. Get Mister Lau back immediately. What the hell's Dare going he on? Dare he go without being bid farewell? We're going to go to the break then, and now we've got to wait for Mister Lau to come back. Um, unprecedented behaviour. Yeah, what was that guy called? Hang on a second. Mr Lau, where did you go? Sorry, I don't know what happened. It said uh, server unreachable. Server? 
Anyway, Mr. Uh, Lau, what did you call him for? Um, I want you to know how long... Hang on, hang on, hang on, Mr. Lau, Mr. Lau, hang on. Why are you doing an accent now, but you you weren't in your last call? Come on, man! You weren't. You you weren't. I wanted to know. You weren't doing that in the last call. I don't. I don't think. I, I don't understand what you're saying right now. Okay. Oh, well, he's, this is oh, now, he's Scottish now. now. Now he's now he's brought his mate in. All right. All right. Go on. Go on. Do do your piece. Right, go on. Right. Do it. Go on. All right. All right. So so right. I want to ask you a wee question. All right. So you've been doing this show for quite some time now. Yes. Okay. And then your entire career on the show. Here we go. Have you ever realised? Here we have go. You ever realised? Here we that? go. Bearing in no, mind, bearing in mind, we've no, played. No, no, bearing no, in no. mind, we've played no. nice with you and your mate for these two calls. But, but listen, when, when I'm talking, when I'm talking, they can't hear. Bearing in mind, we've played nice with you and your mate for your two calls. Just, just go and go and do your piece. Go on. All right, mate. Well, I'm going to say to you, as all right. Yes. I feel like you're a very negative. You, you know, you feel like something bad's going to happen, but you don't even know what I was about to say. I could have been a bit. Too, a very <laughs> I've got, I've got, a, I've got a very strong, um, I've got a very strong detector. But prove me wrong. Go on then, prove me wrong. All right, thank you. I you're you're welcome. That. All right, you're welcome. So yes, I wanted to discuss. That. I saw this uh, program the other day, yes. and uh, Kurt Morgan was on it, and uh, they were discussing the issues of. People identifying as different genders and uh, ethnicities. So somebody was identifying as a non-binary gender. Okay, listen. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right. I'm going to let you ask this. Right. But and I'm sure there's going to be a brilliant punchline. I'm looking forward to it. But it's but but you know you're talking about something that's quite big and heavy and and, uh, it impacts a lot of people. So either either do an accent that's convincing or do it in your own voice. That's all I'm going to ask. I'm going to let you do it, but you need to do it in an accent that sounds real or do it in your own voice. One of those two. No, all right, right, mate. Yeah, no problem, no problem. All right. Okay, so um, I want to know what you feel about the situation. Yeah, that's better. Know... That's better. That's better. Yeah. No. Yeah. no, that's his voice. Right. Real. I like this. This is better. All right, mate. Thank you. All right. So what's your opinion on the situation? You know, what, what do you think when people bring up this issue? Do you think that people should be allowed to, you know, identify as a different ethnicity to what they actually are. A different ethnicity to what they actually are. That's a um it's something no, I've not given Okay. It's something I have actually given some thought to and I was thinking about the other day because there was that young lady in America wasn't there who um said she was a person of color. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh, she was like the head of an, an organisation for people of colour. And then it turned out, actually, she she had white heritage. She was what we would call white. And um, she kind of, she'd been darkening her skin and stuff like that. Um, I struggle with people um, claiming to be of different ethnicity. But that's, no, but that's, that's, a, that's a real, I've just skimmed the headlines kind of summary of it. The reason I believe it's wrong is because we have to be able to identify ourselves to police in in, in sort of situations of safety and all that sort of thing. And if okay. if it ever gets to the stage yeah. where if somebody has spoken to the police, yes, and uh, they've said, did you see the suspect? Were they black or were they white? And if they have to, you know, sort of... If they no. Can, if they can legally not... No, it no, doesn't. It, I, I was I was hoping there was going to be a thunderous um, punchline, and there isn't. That's a shame. Uh, no, because your your premise is your premise is wrong. Okay, please please elaborate on that. Um, I'll do it if you talk properly. 
I honestly, I, I quite no. offended you would say that. I'll, I'll do it if you talk properly, because it's quite, it's, it's quite a big, it's a big thing. So I'll do, I'll do it if you talk properly. But um, I'm, I'm not going to do it if well, you I'll talk properly. Okay, I'm sitting here thinking. I'll talk properly now. Put, I'll, Put your mate on. Okay, one second. Thank you. Hello. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. All right. Don't you need to go to an ad break? Um, um, no, we can be late for the ad breaks. Okay, cool. So, what I was originally asking was where. No, 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 no. What? So, what's what's going on with you guys tonight? We're just looking over the airport. Okay. Um, you, what, what, you drinking, you smoking, what's happening? A bit of both. Yeah, we go. Fine, fine. Um, how, and what did you want to get, because I don't want you to go away disappointed. I want all of, I treat all of my, um, uh, most of my callers, they're customers, and I want to keep the customer satisfied. So what did you, when you decided you were going to phone up tonight, what did you, what did you want to get out of it? And I'm going to do my best to end this call with you getting out of it what you wanted to get out of it. So so what did you want to get out of this call? Well, basically... No, 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 I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to your mate. Well, that's very rude. No, one no, second. no, I'm talking to your mate. OK, OK, one sec, one sec. They're just having a drink and having a smoke. That's all right, having a good time. I don't want to ruin their buzz. Can you hear us, Mr Lee? Um, yep, I, I, I'm talking to you. What is it you wanted to get out of this phone call? We just wanted to say hi. Okay, well, all right. Because you are high, and that's the joke. <laughs> there you go. You see, stoner humour. I still got it in me. No, you've always had it in you. Um, no, not had it in me for a long, long time, but I did a while ago, definitely. Um, okay, well, you, you've said hi. So, I mean, do, do you feel satiated? Um, in in some respect, yeah. Okay, yeah. brilliant. Well, then we can all chalk this off as a success. The listener may not, okay. and that's that's their thing. I can't speak for them, but uh, you can't... feel you feel you've got what you wanted out of this. I feel I've given you what you wanted. Everyone's happy. Yeah. I mean, we can talk about everything. We just can't no. talk sport. No, we, we, this isn't talk. This isn't talk sport. That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, get, I'll let you get on with your lovely listeners, and it was good Th- to speak to you. Thank you, man. Good to speak to you too. They've gone to listen for themselves on the radio. That's sweet. Oh, that's Thank it. you, guys. Cheers, All right, mate. Thank you. There we go. That was nice. That was nice. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. There's a couple of lads having a beer, having a smoke, and phoning up a radio station. That's very 1993, isn't it? That's wonderful. 25 years later. Is that 20 years? 25 years since 1993, a quarter of a century. That's in. Have I got that right? Yes, it is. It's 25, a quarter of a century since 1993. Wowzers. 03444991000 is the phone number. That's that. The bar has been set very, very low. Let's see if we can raise it. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. I mean, I don't know what we were expecting from that Eurovision show. We only watched the last 35 minutes, so we saw the last band, uh, Goldstone, and then we saw that... And I, I, I mean, I love Mel, I love Rylan, everyone else on there seemed pleasant, 
But it was just, it was about as, it was as funny as having your fingers chopped off. You say we only watched 35 minutes. Yeah. We watched an entire 35 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, it was just excruciating. It was yeah. like someone was doing a sort of television um, GCSE project. Yeah, it was dull. And I like a lot of the people involved in that show, and it was a shame. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. maybe you disagree. Um, also, when have you hidden or crawled in your house? Rachel has tweeted, last week, I knew a family member would be popping in so I put my car on my friend's drive. When I spotted them, I ran upstairs and snuck around like a stealth ninja. There we go, you see. Beautiful. Um, best bit is, my friend's hubby cleaned my car for me while it was on their drive. That's Handy. what I'm talking about. Who's your friend? Because I've got go. a very dirty car. Uh, I haven't cleaned a car with my own hands for 30 years. Um, evening, Ethan. Evening. Yep. <clears throat> Hello? Yeah, hello. Oh, sorry. Um, yep, we're, we're in. This is happening now. Yeah, I suppose it's just a story about potentially not avoiding people and what could have happened from that. Go on then. Basically. Tell me. Um, well, well, it was a few years ago when I was a kid and mum was cooking and all that and the old man came to the door nice. and was told to, you know, try and get them away and all and... Um, and all that, and yes. uh, asked, asked him, your man asked us the surname and all that. And yes, and all that. Cut a, 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 a long story short, well, basically, uh, found out that my dad had three sister, um, three sister in laws. So that well, happened well, well, two years well, ago. Whoa, well, well, hang on, whoa! Yeah. That's a long story that, that that you shouldn't. Well, you shouldn't have cut it short. But if you were going to cut it short, you've cut out quite a, a main thing. So you opened. You were at home with your mum. Mm-hmm. You opened the door to a salesman. Selling windows, yeah. Yeah, and then you found out that your dad had three sisters-in-law. Yeah, it was basically the surname of my dad, and then the man was like, "Oh, um, my." Wife's um, maiden name was for, for uh, you know. So, yeah. Hang on a minute. So are you saying that your dad was married to multiple women or your mum had sisters that she'd never told anyone? Oh, no, it was um, my dad's father, um, basically, went away and had three more um, daughters. Oh, so your dad had half-sisters? Yeah, half-sisters, sorry. Yeah, that's OK. Well, that's OK. So, uh... And again, how, how did this salesman know? Uh, the music doesn't seem quite so appropriate now, does it? But we'll carry on playing it. How did the well, salesman know? Well, we obviously shared the surname, so he was just um, surprised and curious why his wife had the sur- surname. Whoa, dude! Hang on! This is... <laughs> Man, uh-huh. so you're saying that the salesman who came mm-hmm. to the door... What was he selling? I think it was, like, double-glazing windows or okay. something. He was married to one of the half-sisters that your dad didn't know anything about? Mm-hmm, yep. Now, either that is the greatest sales technique of all time, <laughs> or that's an amazing coincidence. Mm-hmm. So yep. did your... What, did, did your, what did you say to your mum? 
Well, obviously, like, I was the one that answered the door, and me being me, I was like, oh, um, there's a man at the door wanting to right. talk to you, know, and um, it was pretty gobsmacking, to say the least. And how did your dad react to the news? Well, he wasn't there at the time, but, like, you know, when he came back and all and explained it to him, he wow, was a bit shocked, yeah, obviously. I bet he was a bit shocked. And does he speak to those sisters now? Oh, I uh, speak to him all the time. And... Isn't that incredible? Uh-huh, yeah. E- Ethan, thank you so much for that, man. That's some story. Yep. Mm-hmm, thank definitely. you, mate. Cheers. Bye-bye. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. That is um, outrageous. What a coincidence. I love that. Thank you for that, Ethan. I wasn't sure where that was going. No, and the way you cut it as well. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was no hint it was going to go there. That was um, unbe- unbelievable. Thank you very much indeed. I'm um, I'm blown away by that. Let's try Patrick. Good evening, Patrick. Hi, oh, yeah, Ian. Um, last time I called you, I didn't really have anything to talk about, but this time I have something specific I'd like to bring up with you. Beautiful. Away we go. But first, a little footnote. The quality of the people trolling is, oh. is very low. Oh, now when you say trolling, do you mean the people phoning in and doing it? Yes, oh, yes, God. yes, yes, yes. It's uh, Patrick. It's awful. I don't know how long you you've not been listening for long, but um, a few months ago, four or five months ago, we were getting some really low quality prank calls, right? So, and we, me and Kath, were so frustrated by this that we did a whole show about the art of the prank call. And we played out some classic prank calls. We told people how to do it. We told people how to get through past the switchboard, what you needed to say, all of that. And if anything, the quality has got even worse. I think these people must be post-jungle joiners because there is no excuse. I mean, those guys... I admired their chutzpah and all that, and I get that they were having a, a, a sweet night in. But they have no plan. Yeah, have it, a plan. I, I, I tell you what, oh, we're going to have a joke. Yeah, oh, have a punchline. Get, get... Well, when he started the thing about misdiagnosing, you know, claiming you're from one race or another, I thought, okay, well, this could be a little bit near the knuckle. But he's building up to. He's got. He's got a joke. He's building up to. Yeah. And if it's something that's ridiculously um, offensive, we'll defuse it. Um, but I, I kind of trust. Actually, I trusted that he would have. A, he'd have a half decent gag. He was building up to. Um, and then when it became apparent, they didn't. Was like, I tell you what we'll do. Um, in a couple of weeks, we'll do another prank call special. And what we'll do is we we'll get some more pranks. We will um, we'll prank call LBC or something. We'll prank call. We'll do, we'll do it. We'll do another prank call special in a couple of weeks, Patrick. The trouble is, right? The tone of this show means that. <sighs> No point pranking us because you can come on. We don't check who you are. You don't have to get through a serious system. You don't have to have a serious point. You're not you're not beating the man in any way, are no, you? No, 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 no. But no. we can show you how you can beat the man if but you will I, only I do have listen. The main point that I would like to like that that's rather important to me anyway. Yeah, go on. Um, the new or, or, or sorry, the SpaceX launched the Falcon Heavy there uh, yesterday and this two is years this ago is the Elon horizon. Musk thing where he sent a car up into space I've not really been following <laughs> the story is that what it is that, that's a, no 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 the, 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 it's related to one time and 2016 New Horizons went by Pluto and gave us the first 
brilliant photos right. of Pluto ever. Yes. No one knows anything about these events. No. None of my friends are interested. I go up to them and, you know, I said, you see the Falcon 9 uh, heavy launch? And it was what, and, and none of them, oh, yeah, I heard something about that. You know, there's a, much like you, there, you yeah. know, someone sent the car into space, you know. Yeah. But there's so much just, just amazing, amazing sort of humanity going on. What, 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 tell me, tell me. Gosh, you said that with such passion in your voice. Tell me about the humanity that's going on. Oh, the humanity. Well, no, I, I don't mean it like that, you know. I mean, it, I mean you know, you know I, mean, I mean, you know, as, 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 you know, humanity reaching out to the stars. I don't particularly think that humanity has any, gotten any, any right going up into the stars until we sort out here on Earth. Yes. But nevertheless, this is, this is where we are and this is what we do. And yeah. we're bringing back these images of these tiny, tiny objects that are millions and billions of miles away that uh-huh. were discovered a hundred years ago. And... Elon Musk has launched this rocket, and you know most people don't really know what it is. But this this rocket is 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 fairly small yes. in comparison, but still gigantic on human scale. But fairly small compared yes. to what it's doing. He's building it all in house, which is something that's amazing. Yeah, um, and he's recovering these stages. You know, well, well, with the Falcon Nine Heavy yesterday was a two is two out of three success rate. You right. know, but but what? But what? I don't understand. What, what, what is he doing? What's he doing? What is he doing apart from sending a rocket into space? Well, he wants to make going to space cheaper. You know, if you want to send a, 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 a you know a, a payload up into orbit, you've got to pay NASA, and NASA will charge you just the astronomical amount, pun intended. Yeah. You know, whereas he's doing it in that uh, it's going to be like a fraction of the cost to send it up into space because he's building the rockets, he's building all the stages, he's building everything in-house, so there's no middleman to jack up the price. Yeah. So, I, you know, he's wanting to send people into space and go to Mars, and okay. I mean, it's just, you know, eccentric billionaire. I don't, I don't buddy know. <laughs> um, well, you uh, know, he seems like a kind of cool guy, and, and the car in space, that's just for, that's just for a laugh, Yeah. Well, no, I mean the, the 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 rocket that he sent up was, you know, it was it was a test flight, okay. right? And if it's going to be a test flight, you're going to have a very very expensive payload on there. Yeah. Uh, so you obviously you don't want to do that for a test flight, you know, but you want to simulate that payload being there, the, the rocket ship, you yeah. know, okay. the, the space right. the okay. space station, you yeah. know, whatever you're sending up. You don't want to send it up empty. So rather than sending it up empty, he thought he would be cute and he'd send up right. his car. And 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 it's got everyone. Talking about it, to he's got him his picture in the papers. Oh yeah, absolutely, okay. absolutely. But if it was, if it hadn't been for the car, if it hadn't been for the fact that he was sending a car to yeah. Mars, it would have just yeah, what gone straight off. over their heads. Isn't that what he wanted? Anyway, um, yeah. okay. Well, uh, I, here's here's the one thing I, I would never. Well, do you remember who was it? Um, it was about three years ago. There was a big furore in the papers all across the world because they were getting contestants. For a TV show, they had a hundred contestants from around the world, and out of that, they were going to get a crew of five or ten, and they were going to send the winners would get sent to Mars. Do you remember that, Patrick? Oh God, yes. um, um, was that real? Was that a real? Thing? It was real. And what a surprise! All of them were hot. <laughs> all the men and all the women <laughs> were hot. Um, and it course, was a big, it was a big flurry of of stuff, and that's gone a bit quiet, hasn't it? 
But my, my, my whole point is, why has it gotten this way? Why have these world, you know, like, first events, why do they just, why does just no one care? Well, it's because, a Facebook post. Well, because, okay, because um, going to space is boring now, isn't it? it and, 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 of course, it's not. But we've been to the moon a couple of times, right? About five times, I think. All right, fair enough. So the moon's boring. That no one's really going to be excited until we get a human being on Mars. That that is yeah, the probably. next thing, right? And the pictures from Mars are kind of cool. I like the pictures from Mars. But it, it again, we've seen the pictures from Mars now. We always get some more from the the Mars rover. Brilliant. Okay, fine. You've seen it. It's rocky and it looks like a quarry pit. Until we get someone stood on Mars waving, um, no one's going to be interested in it. Well, let me let me let me give you just a, a little bit of a, a maybe a cheesy analogy here that will help you see cool. my perspective. I like cheesy analogies. Um, it's just one further small step for man. Thank you very much indeed, Patrick. Well done, well done. Speaking of, course, of which... This is the disco version of the Star Wars theme. You remember this? Here's the challenge I mentally set myself when I was talking um, to Patrick, OK? I'm going to find a, a piece of music that is appropriate for every single call that calls in. Oh, are you? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That really is like Lucky's. I'm going to do it subtly, but it's a little challenge I've set myself. I think it'll be fun for me. What about if it's a really serious or sad one? Um, Got Coldplay? Yeah, I have, actually. Yeah, yeah, if it's like, oh, my, oh, my nana's dead. No, but that has to... Something good has to happen at the end of it for that one. No, it doesn't have to be good there. Sad one is doodle doodle do. Okay. Oh, I know. Um, I know a really sad one we could play. Right. So hang on a minute. Let me let me get it. And um, right, hang on a minute. Just wait there. Wait there. Okay. We'll wait, wait for the advert. Right. Okay. So what what you need to do is I want you to tell me that your your nana's died. Oh, she has. My grandma did. Oh God, I'm sorry. It was a while ago. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear Still that. Still quite sad about it. I know. A bit sadder than this. If you walk down through the woods today, you won't believe your eyes. Remember this? An old log cabin on the Great Whale River yeah. underneath the rolling skies. It's a man called Woodrow all alone. You can hear the wood chops cry. Sunny Blackburn, chop chop. He swings his axe all day and chops the trees away. Chop, 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 you can hear him sing. Chop, 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 as his axe is swinging. Chop, 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 through the woods it's ringing. Timber! Timber! Chop, 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 give it all you can. Chop, 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 sang the woodchop man. Speaking of television to music... Yeah, your timings are atrocious. Oh, man! Oh. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Jamal in Spain will come to you in a bit. Gary, Kadir, Zach, Hannah, Simon, Alan will come to you in a bit. Catherine, um, earlier on we asked you to um, uh, uh, find out the latest reviews on Amazon of Nick Knowles' album Every Kind of People. Okay. Which is now which was was retailing, I think, for fourteen ninety nine. How much is it on Amazon now? I think it is. Let me see. Because I know someone posted a picture of it in a shop, and it was one ninety nine. 
Let me just pan <clears> up. <throat> let me pan up. Let me pan up. Five ninety nine. Okay. And it's available on Prime. And I bet it's also available for a penny. Would there be one for other buying options? A let penny. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, I've been panning through the old. Uh, well, don't worry about that. Let's, let's have, let's have the reviews then. Let's have the reviews. It's too late now. We're looking at your different okay. buying options. Okay. Well. Every kind of people. Nick Knowles. See all two formats and editions. Oh, so MP3 seven ninety nine. Yeah, how much for second hand used? Uh, Did you know how to use no Amazon? such thing? Okay, fine. Give us give us the reviews. I right, tell you, let's get Jamal up while you get back to the reviews. Hello, Jamal. Ian, Catherine, hi. Hello. Um, I really want to say to you, Ian, that I love your show. It's it's a great show. Hey, thank and you, man. Uh, Whereabouts in Spain are you? In Madrid. Do you, are you Spanish? No, no, I'm not Spanish. I'm, I'm actually, I was born in the former Soviet Union. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, uh, but this is a crazy um, thing. So, a guy from the former Soviet Union in Spain yeah. phoning a radio station yeah. in the United Kingdom. This is what I like about 2018. Well, yeah, I once uh, heard the show. The first time I heard the show was uh, when I was, I actually lived in America for a long while. And uh, yes. the first time I heard the show, you had the show. When you were silent for three hours, and I just loved it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that was the best one. <laughs> yeah, it's all been downhill yeah. from there. Well, Jamal, this is, this is what, what, so. What are you doing in Spain? Do you live there? Yeah, I do live uh, right 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 now. Yeah, but I, I hope I can, I'm going to return to the states back because I kind of feel it's my country, it's my home there. Yeah, you are an international nomad, and that's the best kind of nomad. Well, yeah. hey, listen, man, I'm glad you found us. What have you called in for? So I have a question for Ian. Yes, uh, and uh, I need your advice. Uh, so uh, yes. So as I said, I was born in the former Soviet Union country, and I was living my life in the States because uh, I kind of assimilated there. My parents worked there, and I got my degree there. So I was thinking, yeah, um, I finished my degree in diploma in Bachelor of Arts as uh, communication. Science. Yes. And, uh, and I was thinking to myself, uh, like, uh, I want to go into the like, theater, to the arts. Yeah. And because I was quite interested in that, and I still want to do that. But I'm uh, quite uh, like shocked at the moment because... People tell me that there is uh, typecasting, which is which is understandable, and yes. that's not the thing I was shocked about. But the thing is that uh, that's playing to the theme you were talking about before: the the racism, the type of people, different people, different nations, and so on. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself: if I go to that direction, if I take that role, like acting in the United States, will they always see me as a Russian or as a naturalized American? So, what well, do they, how do I understand? How do they see me? Uh, can um, how? How honest and direct... You want me to be honest and direct, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, because there's no point in me... Okay. You've got quite a strong Russian accent. True enough. And now, initially, I thought... Because it said Spain on the screen, and the first few words, I thought, oh, maybe Spanish. But but now you said it. It's quite a strong Russian accent. So, um, Mm -hmm. it would be... You know, um... I would find, I would imagine it would be difficult for you to play, for example, the son of um, you know an American homegrown couple from Texas. Do you know what I mean? So you have got a Texas mom and a yeah, Texas dad, it. and then they hang on, but their son's got a Russian accent. I don't know about that. But America is is um, such a um, melting pot. Although some historians will call it a salad bowl, but let's let's be let's be generous. It's such a melting pot of different uh, races and colours and accents and religions and all kinds of things, and particularly in the artistic areas of of America, mm-hmm. that I, I wouldn't have thought. Um, I, I, 
I, I would have thought that you, you could somehow use your, your history um, and your accent and, to your advantage. There'll be well, less, there'll be less blokes who've lived in Spain and come from a Russian background going up for gigs than um, any other kind of people, I'd be pretty sure. Well, the good thing, and maybe the bad thing, is that right now I'm a bit nervous calling you. That's why the Russian accent is stronger, you know? Oh, OK. So, um, OK, well, listen, I know you're nervous. All right. Yeah, but... Concentrate. Yeah. Can you concentrate? Give me... A... All right, here we go. This is going to be the test, Jamal, and I'm putting you on the spot. Imagine okay. imagine I'm, I'm Steven Spielberg, right, and I'm in a bar. Yeah. And you've seen me, and you've come yeah. up to me, and you've, you, you, you've, you've, you've seen me, and you've gone, oh, my God, Steven Spielberg, this is my one and only chance to go and do an audition for him. And you, you come... Mm-hmm. You, you know, I mustn't let him know I'm Russian. I'm going to do my best American accent. So I'm Steven Spielberg. You're walking over to me from the, from the bar to the table in the restaurant I'm sat at, and you're going to speak to me in your best American accent. Go. Sir, I was interested, if I can, specifically about my possibilities in the career in acting. Maybe you're interested in some, in giving roles to a few young men that are interested in your films. Get the hell out of here! Get, waiter, get... And that's what he would do, because he's an arsehole. But... I wouldn't do that because I'm a nice guy. Hey, that was brilliant. Um, you still sounded, you still sounded um, not necessarily Russian. You still sounded that foreign. weird, strange word, foreign. You sounded foreign, and um, it was, yeah. um, it, it you know, it was kind of a vague enough accent. And Catherine knows more about languages and accents than me, so I'll let her speak in a second. But to me, it felt like a vague enough accent that it could have been any kind of. Eastern European, you know, it was it was a much wider base than just Russia. Yeah, I mean, to the Americans, you'll sound just vaguely European, I think. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And and there's always call for that. But you know, how long how long have you lived in? How long did you live in the states at a stretch? Um, you know, at one point. At one... Oh, I lived there from twelve to twelve to eighteen. Right. I know. We, hang on a minute. I've just done it. We're going about this the wrong way. We're going about this the wrong way. What do you yeah. What do you want to do, Jamal? What do you want to do? What uh, What do you What would make in ten years' time? Wait, right. Mm-hmm. What would you like your future self to be doing that you think? Yeah, if I'm doing that in ten years' time, I'm in a really good place. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly. Acting. I like it. What kind of acting? Tell me. What in ten years' time? What movies? Theatre? TV? What? Movie, movies and TV, and I can do theatre as well, yeah. Right, go and do it. Go and do it. Go and do it. Well, I've realised I'm buying into your um, your barrier that you're putting up. No, what I was going to say to you is practice. Well, practice, listen, but... Listen to different voices yeah, I mean... and keep practising. Yeah, but, I, but I, I, we're looking at this as... The, just go and do it. Go and do it. You know why? That's the, the thing is that I'm uh, concerned about is the, the fact is that... Uh, I'm told that people there, they don't care about how, how you speak, what do you do. They, I mean, they cast you as they want to see you, not yeah. like you are. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing, that's the problem. I mean, I've never heard of any Russian actor in, in state, because I've heard of British, I have German, French, yeah, cause, and that's the thing. They're going right. to cut you off, like, without even... Here's the thing, I bet, there are Russian, I bet there are Russian actors in the States, I bet there are. Of course there are, of course there are. What are we even saying? Like, of course there are. Um, they may not be mm-hmm. massive movie stars, but, um, you know, here's the thing, most actors aren't massive movie stars. You know, most actors aren't Bruce Willis and Tom Hanks. Most actors are, um, uh, you know, getting enough working gigs a year that they can rent a decent place and and, and they can feed themselves, and that's it. And if you get any more than that, beautiful. Um, Whereabouts in the States are you thinking of going? Well, there's one place, right? You're going to L.A.? Well, I lived there before, so I guess the only way is back there. Dude, 
Just go and just go and do it. Why are we even having this conversation? Go and pack your suitcase now. Mm. Have you ever I heard think of it's the best way, right? Yeah. Have you ever heard of Yul Brynner? Yeah, I heard. Yeah, he was course. born in Russia. Yeah, but that was so long ago. Yeah, well, but then the time is, the time is right for another one. Here's the thing: uh, we're all guessing what um, agents <clears throat> and producers and casting directors are going to say. Uh, we don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know. You know, there, there, there may be a casting agent in L.A. right now going, oh, man, alive, we've got all these American actors and none of them can do a convincing Russian accent for this movie that we've got. You just don't know, Jamal. And I know that people go to L.A. and so many people don't make it. But if in 10 years' time you're still in Spain going, oh, I, really, I really wish I'd gone to L.A., then um, that will have been 10 years wasted. Just go. Just no, go I mean, and do it. Yeah. Here's another one. I mean, I, I Here's another one. Mila yeah. Kunis. She's done really well. Right. Russian-Jewish mm. immigrant yeah, born in has, Ukraine. She's, like, perfectly American. She's, she's like, she's, like, perfectly Jamal, English accent. you can you're, have that. You're doing, you're doing what I do, and you're, you're coming up with... Um, you're, you're treating this like a game of tennis, and we're serving the ball over to you, and you're whacking it straight back. Let us score the point. Seriously, <laughs> this is what I would I do. This yeah, is what I yeah. do. This is what I do all the time. I had... Um, um, <clears throat> sorry, I've got a frog in my throat. I had a meeting for a TV show tonight, right? Um, and I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not 100% convinced by it, but I still... I went in there and I said, why do you want me to do it? And they said, well, because we liked your humanity in the jungle and we like, you know, the fact that you interact with people every night and it's, this, the show that we're doing is going to be about getting stories out of people. And I'm still sat there thinking, nah, I don't, they're, they're, they're bullshitting me. They're, 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 uh, no, they've invited me out. They're, they're, they're telling me the stuff. So my head is still making up excuses of why... I shouldn't get that job. Now, they may not offer it to me, and I don't know if I'm going to take it if they do offer it, but there you go. Um, how much are you tied down to Spain? Not at all. I mean, like, I'm doing my master's here. OK, when does that finish? Um, I guess in May, yeah. Of, the, of this year? Yeah. Oh, Jamal. Right, finish your master's. Give everything you've got. What are you, yeah. what are you studying? Well, my dad, uh, like, asked me to do something serious, so I'm doing, like, management. All right, MBA. fine. All right, fine. You know, are, are you happy doing that? No. Right, good. Do it. Get the best grade you can so you can go and say to your dad, look, I've done my part of the deal. Um, I'm now going to spend the next three mm-hmm. years pursuing my dream. Hmm. Well, Ian, the thing is that the most, like, I don't understand is that in this multicultural world, and, and my dad, is uh, he's, like, Greek, and my mom is Turkish. So, uh, you see the salad, you know? Yeah, yeah, well, be, be, what a beautiful, and, a beautiful Greek-Turkish salad. I'll have some of that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I don't even look Russian, but I have the accent, and uh, it takes work and so on. And, uh, well, okay, well, okay, I fine. Mean, well, then, then, understand what to do. Well, in that case, then, then just keep practising, keep practising, keep practising. Spend a day as a Texan. Spend a day... <clears throat> Sorry. Spend a day as a New Yorker. Spend a day as a, you know, a week as a Texan, a week as a New Yorker. Watch movies. Copy their voices. You can get tapes. You can get... There'll be YouTube videos. No, t- tapes. Listen to me. There'll be YouTube videos. Learn this accent. Do that, do that, do that, do that, do that, until you've got that down as best as you can. But even if you haven't mm-hmm. got it down the best you can, go in 
and present yourself to these people. Go and do auditions. Go and knock on theatre doors. Go and, but when you get there, phone up producers and say, hey, listen, um, can I buy you a coffee? Here's why you need to speak to me and not everyone else. Go and buy people coffee. That's the way in. Go and f- to managers and buy them coffee. Go to f- film producers. Chance your arm. Send a tweet to Steven Spielberg. You know, do, do whatever you but need to do. Above all, remember that there's only one you. They'll either like you or they won't. Mm. And there's and and mm-hmm. and actually your difference is your strength. Jamal, you think? <laughs> I Jamal, think so. Jamal, own go, it. Do it, man. Finish your masters. Get make your dad happy, um, and then go and do it. Thanks, guys. You're the best. Nice one, man. I'll speak to you when you're a big star. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thank he you. He won't be speaking to us no, anymore. He won't be speaking to us. What a nice guy. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a frog in my throat. What a nice guy. These are golden years, right? Aye. When he's not tied down by anyone else. He's got the world at his feet. I know he feels like it's it, it's limited uh, to him. No, now is the time. Have a go. I tell you, it's boiling in here, isn't it? I know. I tried putting the fan on. Oh, it's not fan over here. Wipe that on. Dear God, it's boiling in there. Um, I enjoyed that. What a nice guy. We've got so many calls lined up. I'm enjoying this nice, gentle stroll through the calls. Um... So all, everyone has waited. If you want to hang on until after 11, I will get to you eventually, I promise. Um, it's not going to be at the speed that maybe some of you want, but I will get to you eventually. Um, we've got one, two, we've got three lines free if you want to call up, 0344 I have to be honest, I am um, um, picking out people whose names I don't recognise because we've got some great regulars calling and it's great and I will get to you. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of an old tart, me, and if I see a new name, I go, oh, I wonder what they've got to offer. Um, and, and actually, the first hour, I think you, you may agree, I wouldn't be so presumptuous, they've offered us quite a lot. Um, so, we have talked about acting, we've talked about making it big in America, we've talked about um, Russians, we have talked about when have you had to crawl or hide in your house, we've talked about Eurovision, and um, uh, we'll get the Nicky Knowles reviews, and also we'll play the song from the new John Goodman album. 0344 Nine nine one thousand. I am Ian Lee. You are listening to the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We know someday mankind will travel to the stars, but it will not be done in tiny. So I will pick you up About a quarter till And we will pick up speed As we hit the hill And then I drop the caddy Into overdrive And we will take right off Into the starry sky We got a million dollars Worth of ethyl gas And a reservation for the room Soviets, la, 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 la. they must be most upset. Yet, 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 yet. 
344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. The Late Night Alternative uh, with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. Catherine Boyle is here as well. Hello. And we're just talking a load of old rubbish. Mm. Nick Knowles. Speaking of which. Album. Um, um, let's have some of the reviews. What's the average review score on there? Uh, the average review score, I think, is like two. Wow. Yeah. That's bad. Okay. Or one. Yep. But I'm going to read you some, you know, positive reviews. Five okay. stars. There we go. Now that's what I call a vanity project oh. by Piggins. Word on the street was that to get himself in the right mood to lay down these tricks, tracks, Nick recorded them all in one go in a studio with wall-to-wall mirrors and wearing nothing but a top hat, cowboy boots and a pair of crotchless panties. Gosh. Be that as it may, I wouldn't give this album, which should have been called Caterwauling from a Midlife Crisis, to your worst enemy, as they'd only give you ten copies back. The upside is that Guantanamo Bay has found that playing Nick's crooning <coughs> detainees was a much more effective form of torture than waterboarding. Ghastly. Golly, gosh. From Coma to Death by Trish. <laughs> My father was in a coma until I played this oh, by his no. bedside in faint hopes of rousing him. No! He's dead now. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Oh. Oh, this is a nice story. There we go. Of, of Harmony. Yeah. The Peacemaker by Jason H. I haven't had good relations with my neighbour Andy since moving in seven years ago. He's a right-wing thug with two pit bulls. I'm a lefty. He voted leave. Me remain. He buys the sun and hates foreigners and women. I have a foreign girlfriend. We've had nothing but anger and hate off him. That was until I bought this album. (laughs) I was just three tracks in when there was a knock at the door. It was Andy, stood there in his West Ham shirt, shorts and flip-flops, tears streaming down his face. He slowly shuffled towards me and put his arms around me. We held each other weeping until your body is a wonderland faded out. He just looked into my eyes and mouthed, sorry. (laughs) I told him everything is going to be okay and just quietly said, it's so beautiful. Since that moment, Andy's completely changed. He's helping out with my missus down the Polsky Slep and gets us round for homegrown beetroot and vodka nights in his garden shed pub, all while listening to every kind of people, of course. The St George Cross in his garden now flutters gently alongside another EU flag with Nick's face superimposed on it, <laughs> surrounded by stars. That's brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> the effort that's gone into that. People really do love that album. <laughs> Go on. Go on, do it. In the film The Ring... Watching a certain video <laughs> results in your death within 24 hours. This is the oral equivalent. Oral yep, equivalent. It's oral, yeah. Yep. First, my wife listened to this album. She was dead by the evening with her head wow. simply exploding. My She's daughter then played this. 
<laughs> my daughter then played the CD. Hours later, she was fatally injured when her bed ate her. Wow. The following day, my son listened to it. We don't know what happened to him, but we found one of his severed limbs in each of our four bedrooms. Earlier today, I thought I was putting the new U2 album in the CD player. I almost fainted in horror when Nick Knowles' voice came from the speakers. I know I only have hours to live, but there's no way to stop my imminent death. To my remaining family and friends, I love you all. And for God's sake, burn my CD collection. But we can't risk this album falling into innocent this, hands. Why would this guy want to put in the new U2 album? <laughs> this guy's some kind of sexual um, deviant. Should we play a good song? Yeah. So John Goodman, right? I love John Goodman. He's brilliant. And he's got an album out. And um, I, I approached it with um, trepidation, thinking, well, this is, you know, we, what have we learnt from um, from Nick Knowles, uh, really? Um, but do you know what? This is, this is enough good, actually. This is, um, this is John Goodman, um, a man who can make any film better. Even King, I went to the pictures to see King Ralph. It's a great movie. Um, I liked him in Roseanne. Yeah, he was great. And here he is. He's great on record as well. Have some of this. <laughs> That's not it. Hang on. <laughs> how do I get this um, computer? How do I get you to play a song that I'd like you to play? Hang on a second. He's not. It's not him playing the Moog. Here we go. Let's have some of this. If you got bills that you can pay. If you got John just laying around, no credit check, just bring it on down at the pawn shop. Put your guns and guitars and walls Whatever it is, it won't cost a lot. Living on the cheap, get your vinyl records and some DVDs at the pawn shop. Get your jewels and your tools and walls It don't matter if the goods are hot. From the Texaco There's a neon sign Saying we buy gold One man's pain Is another man's pleasure One man's trash Is another man's treasure At the pawn shop Get your guns and guitars And walls Whatever it is It won't cost a lot Living on the cheap Get your vinyl
John Goodman. That's all right, isn't it? That's all right. It's not out yet. I got I got uh, uh, I got a whiff of it, and I got I managed to um, get the PR company to email me what I believe is called an MP3. So uh, good, but it's good. I, I, I'll let you know when it comes out. And 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 uh, wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great to get John Goodman to the top of the uh, the charts with a song like that? Let's go to Paula. Good evening, Paula. Hello, Ian. Hello, Paula. Hello. How are you? I'm um I'm all right, thank you very much indeed. I'm not. Uh, I should just say. Two things. One, I'm on The One Show tomorrow night. I'm not on the sofa, but a little film I made okay. is on The One Show, and you get my mum's in it. Oh. And two, I'm not on the radio tomorrow night. But apart from that, everything's great. Oh. Hey, but I'll be back on Friday. Oh, good. I'll be back on Friday. How are you doing, Paula? I'm very well, thank you. Oh, what have you been up to? Um, right, I just want to um, speak mm. about a documentary yes. I watched oh, yeah, go on. Uh, last night yes. about the suffragettes oh, yeah. with Claire Balding. <laughs> of course it was with Claire Balding. She's the only woman that works in television these days, yes. Yeah, yes. Uh, about Emily Wilding Davison. Yep, yes. Oh, my gosh. Those women Go suffered. On. Go on, tell me what. Because I must admit, I did. I did study the suff- the, the, the suffragettes were part of uh, the history we did at school, um, but my my memory, uh, I'm ashamed to say, is a little bit hazy around it. So go on, what, give us what you learnt. Right. Okay. Um, they were tortured in prisons. Yep. Um, poor Emily Davison. She was a governess, and. Um, she um, went through uh, Emily em, Emily Pankhurst. Yes. Um, it was her organisation, yes. and um, she went very radical. <laughs> and, That's a great uh, phrase. She went very. What's happened? Do you, yeah. What's happened to Emily next door? No, she went very radical. No, Emily. <laughs> no, she didn't. She did. <laughs> She's the one that went under the king's horse, isn't she? No, she didn't. Ah. Oh. Which one's she then? Right, it's the same lady, but she didn't run under the king's horse. Oh. What happened to her was um, she was a governess. Yes. Um, and prior to that, she was educated at a school somewhere. And uh, a father died, so they couldn't keep up the payments. Oh, yeah. So she had to enrol as a governess. Yes. But while she was at this school, she'd uh, learned about the uh, suffragette movement. Yeah. And um, anyway, um, she joined them. Yes. And uh, what happened was... um, she was rallying, going through demonstrations for the women's vote. Yes. And um, she went under many arrests. But no horses? She... Not yet. No. Well, not yet. No. no. Huh? But anyway, um, they went on to um, do things more... Radically, like, um, 
um, burning places and stuff, but there was no record of anyone being harmed. There was a lot of things hidden. So hang on, did she, so did anyone go under a horse or not? No. Well, someone went under a yes, horse. She did. She died after being fra- having a fractured skull after going under a horse at the Epsom Derby. No, what happened was um, this woman had been tortured yes. in prison. She'd had 49, because um, they went on a hunger strike yes. in the prison to get the women's okay. vote. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, she was force-fed yes. through a tube. Yes. And the screams were horrendous it, from it, fellow uh, supporters of the women's vote. Yes. Um, and uh, she was held down. Yes. Uh, with this tube through a th- okay. down a throat. We, yeah, we know we know how force feeding works. We, you know, we, we don't want to. Well, that's cruel. That's torture. oh, it's cruel. Force feeding is cruel, of course. Um, okay, but maybe could could we not be thinking of two different people then? Because one suffragette definitely went under a horse. Called Emily no, Wilding Davison. Well, hang on a minute. Right, right. Well, I watched Clay Spaulding's. Um, hang on. Yeah. It was on Channel 4 last night. Right, yes. And she delved into everything. Right. And the archives, a lot was hidden. Yeah. A lot of... Um, it was all propaganda through the press and everything else. Yeah. That woman suffered horrendously. Yeah, and she suffered horrendously under the, the, the hooves of a horse. No, she didn't. No. She suffered in jail. Well, she may, she may have suffered in jail, but she also suffered under the... I mean, I've just Googled it, right? This is The Guardian. Ah, but <coughs> what I I saw last night... Yes. They don't... Um, technology. Yes. And um, what she was actually doing... Yes. She wasn't trying to kill herself. No, no. No. Because <laughs> yes. what she was doing was... Um, attack, she, she was, was reaching um, up to try and attach a scarf held, to its bridle. She held yes. um, in her arms. Oh, God. Yes. In one of her arms. Yes. Um, votes for women. Right. And that's what she was trying to get. Yeah, the but, king's horse. Yes. Because she and thought, then she got trampled by the king's horse. She did get trampled. Oh, wait, and you've just... <laughs> Paula, you've just spent the last five minutes saying, no, she didn't. No, what I'm saying is, (laughs) Ian, she did, but she didn't die right away. No, we didn't say that she died right away. We said she got trampled by the king's horse. Yeah. And was killed by the king's horse. Go over the documentary award. No, but what you've done done is, is every time we've said she got trampled by the king's horse, you went, no, she didn't. No, what happened yes. was... No, you know, we know what happened. We we know. She died in hospital four days later. Yeah, but from the injuries sustained by being trampled by the king's horse. Paula, thank you very much for that. Um, uh, 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 at the beginning of that, I knew shamefully very little about um, the suffragettes, and at the end of it, I knew actually less about the suffragettes. Thank you, Paula. Um, this is the late night alternative. Yeah. Votes for women. Um, not all of them. Uh, this is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash.
on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. Let's go to Nick. Good evening, Nick. Oh, good evening, Ian. First time caller, long time listener. Well Bob done. Hoss. There we go. That's the script that we want to hear. How you doing, Nick? Yeah, yeah. I'm all right. I'm all right, man. What you got for us, boss? Yeah, uh, I think um, I'd rather listen to that album by Nick Knowles and that lady. But um, she was sweet. Yeah, so yeah, there, cool. yeah. There was there was some. There was some confusion, not on our part, but there was definitely... So she's a good caller, Paula, and I, 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 I like her contributions. But there was yeah, definitely cool. some confusion going on there. Yeah, yeah, I'm not far from Epsom Racecourse, actually, so oh. it's quite a famous thing, that, isn't it, yeah? Yeah, very, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a very famous thing, that, yes, it is. Yeah, very topical, yeah. I've never been horse race, uh, to, to watch the horse racing. I don't think I'd like it. I enjoyed it. I think it's cruel. Well, it wasn't jumps. Well, I think horse. I think I think riding horse. Listen, if if they're saying that the, I now have to destroy the photo of me riding an elephant in Inja, because that's cruel. You seen there's a furore about. Um, no, is there a furore? There's a furore because Monty Don was um, seen mounting an elephant. Oh, and um, uh, Nick, <coughs> Ca- Nicky Campbell called him out, saying that elephant riding is cruel, and it's apparently it's because the way they tame. The elephants, right, is, is very cruel. Um, and so now they, they've, the BBC have removed that episode of it happening. And that, so now it turns out riding in uh, elephants in India and Sri Lanka and all these places is cruel. Right. Something I've done in both those places. And I've, I'd, I'd never considered the possibility that it, it might actually be cruel. But it turns out it is. Oh. So, um, what about donkeys? That's another, it's another fun thing we can't do, Killjoys. Thanks a lot, guys. Anyway, Nick, what you got? Okay, there you go. I'm skint at the minute. Oh, I've yeah. got a dilemma. I just thought I'd give you my insight as to... Uh, I've got a couple of things of value to sell. Yeah. I just wondered which one out of these two I should go for. Here we go, beautiful. You come to the right place. Go on. Go on, right, here we go. Completely different, right? Yeah. I've got... Uh, I've just measured it, actually. I've got a two-foot-by-four-foot photo in large of Steve McQueen. Yeah. And... In the picture, there's a little man sitting there. I think it was filmed in France from The Great Escape. You know, when he's on the motorbike. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. I, I see it now. It seems like he's just jumping over the thing. But, yeah, I, I've looked it up, and I can't see this particular picture. So it's a bit different. Right. Anyway, I've got that. And the other one is I've got a, a bit of Roman pottery. It's half a pot from uh, AD 88 from yes. Pompeii. Right. <laughs> so that's 2,000 years old. So which one should I go for? Hang on a minute. How, how do you know that it's from this 2,000 years old? Well, I don't want to really divulge the story, but it goes back to someone that went on a school trip in the 50s and they went on a they nicked it. an excavation archaeological thing and they put it in their <laughs> hand. <laughs> right, OK. Oh, dearie me. Um, OK, right, so you've got stolen goods. Um, well, you've got to be careful. No, 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 what? no, 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 it's a... It's a, it's a no? It's a, it's a relic cum artefact, isn't it? It's a cum artefact, is it? Wow. Oh, my God, it might be Pompeii. Yeah, it could be, dirty burgers. Um, no, no, it's for real, man. OK. Um, uh, you're not going to get... Mo- How much money do you need? Well, I don't know. Well, I'm starting work next month, so a month's worth, I suppose. Well, um... I'd sell the pot. Yeah, I think it's worth more. I'm trying to find out about the 
value of that but I ain't got a clue. Where I don't would think, you suggest? I don't think it'd be worth that much. Shut up, man. It's 2,000 years it's old. It's not a full pot, though, is it? No, it's half a pot. And also, how do you prove its provenance after getting it under a pub without someone's jacket Does pocket? it have, like, a mark on it made in ancient Rome or something? Uh, I tell, you, I tell you what, you pick it up and feel it, it's like no pottery you've ever known. Someone just feels it and then no, it's, it's made different. It's got the hands of the, the where they... Because it was, it, everything was stuck in time, weren't it? So, it was a lot like buried, do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. So it, it's like, it, it's, 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 it's well cool. It's well cool. I, 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 I've kept it for... Well, you I've, know. I've actually got eBay open because I'm selling something on there. I've got selling a telly on there, right? So it's um, just a, it's just a thought, guys. Just to Roman. Um, you see what you're but well, real. this reminds me of swap shop. There's, a, there's. Swap here we go. Oh, mate, 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 mate. Look, there's a whole Roman urn going for a tenner. Yeah. So no, 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 no. Yes, they used to knock them out like it was no tomorrow in Pompeii. <laughs> Oh, well, I'll be able to get a pint. Sell, sell, sell them both. <laughs> sell them both. I enjoy, I enjoy your show. I'll give you one last one. Yes. I've got, uh, listening to the show uh, the other day, yesterday, I think it was, I've got Gladys, Violet. Um, yeah. Oh, old names that we don't uh, use anymore. Doug, Doug, Douglas. Yes. And... Oh. oh. Come on, I can't remember the other granddad. They're uh, dead now, but oh, yeah, the old names of the old. There old, we go. Uh, uh, How yeah, yeah. I remember your called... granddad's name. I'm just trying to remember my dad's name. Wilf. 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 Yes, that's hey, another old one. Do you it? remember Wilf Lunn? Wilf Lunn. Wilf Lunn. He had a, a wax moustache, round glasses, and a straw boater. He was an inventor. He was on oh, kids' right. TV yes. all the time. Yes, yes, yes. I wonder what Wilf Lund's up to. Lund, of course, is um, Urdu stroke Hindi for penis. Is it? Wilf penis. Good to uh, know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I wonder what Wilf Lund is up to. Hey, Nick, good call, mate. Thank you for that. Oh, have a good evening. Cheers, guys. Cheers Bye. with this. Ta-ta. Wilf Lund! Wilf Lund! Still alive. 75 years old. Get Wilf Lund on this show. All right. I want Wilf Lund on this show. I'm, I'm having that. Save image. Look, he looks exactly the same. Email oh. Wilf Lund doing it. Wilf Lund! Flipping heck. That's great. That's made my day, that has. Um, let's go to Zach. Good evening, Zach. Good evening. Good evening, Zach. What you got for us? Well, I wanted to talk about... A Are you on speakerphone? No. Oh. You were on speakerphone. Maybe. Yeah, this is, right, this is it. If I catch anybody else on speakerphone now, you've had you've had two weeks, Grace. If I catch anybody else on speakerphone, you're getting cut off straight away. All right, fine. All right. So that <laughs> right. again. Go on then. So earlier you were talking about like times when people like had their head because they've been scared. Yes. People in the house, whatever. Yes. So uh, in Italy, a couple of years ago, on a like a holiday. Yes. I came back after like a night out, and we drove down the. Um, drove down the front of the house yes. and we had like a window smash and I, I was the only person who saw this in the car but I could see like people running outside the building because we, there were two villas in this like, little area yeah. in Italy and um, I just not told them to stop the car straight away because I wanted to because I was like a bit scared to go forward because yeah. you know seeing that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't get you too hopeful especially if it's the house that you we're staying at. Yeah. So then I uh, then 
we waited in the, in the car like five, seven minutes, I think. Um, and then we walked down, and then we see the whole place been broken into by these guys. But then the creepiest thing is, is everything been left. There was nothing taken or anything. They they had turned up all like turned over all the mattresses to look for stuff, but nothing was gone. It was just all left like that. So it was like it was really eerie. Who has anyone ever actually hidden something apart from jazz mags under their mattress? Has anyone actually ever hidden like cash or like you know you know that those pearls you got me? Because um, we're gonna go. I don't want to wear them. I'm gonna put them under the mattress. I had some really filthy love letters that I hid under my. Yeah, I did. Really? Have you still got them? Oh, read them out. Read them out. There's I a think podcast. I might have somewhere. Yeah, dig them out. From from whom? Your husband? Nope. Beautiful. Read them out. Yeah. Read them out. I didn't realise how filthy they were until I grew up and read them again. Okay, well, remember, yeah, well, Zach's a young man, so we'll, we'll discuss this once Zach is gone. Um, and so they didn't nick anything. They didn't, didn't nick anything. Scumbags. But what annoyed me is because it's like a foreign country, I guess it's uh, the police. Didn't ah, the police didn't give us stuff. Yeah. It's probably the police that did it. In the UK, they come in, like, within, like, maybe 20 20 minutes, half an hour, and we wait there for, like, three and a half hours until they actually came. I don't know. I don't know. know. (laughs) Zach, I don't know, and let's pray you never have to find out. I don't think the police would come at all now if your house got broken into, because they they tend not to these days. Hey, Zach, thank you for waiting, mate. Thank you for that. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Let us go to Chuck Winkle. Good evening, Chuck. Uh, yeah, yeah. Huh? Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Oh, OK. How do? <laughs> yep, do very well. For those that know, Chuck Winkle is our um, uh, American correspondent. Uh, yeah. he's, he's a news guy, and um, you fired guns, uh, haven't you? I've fired a, a, a Kalashnikov, a, a Maribel 35.9. And can I just say that uh, you've had some uh, quite uh, dodgy accents on tonight. It's been a very weird show. Been some very, very strange accents from, from all over uh, the, uh, the cosmos. What have you got for us tonight, Chuck? Well, I don't, I don't know if you've uh, seen these rumours coming uh, from uh, us over here in the United States. Um, yes. I've got to be very careful to it on legal ground. OK. Um, so I'm just going to go on what I've been hearing and not naming any names. OK. Struggling to, to understand what you're saying, but yes. Sorry, old-timer. Yeah. Uh, it's about the very uh, leading... Uh, figure in America. Right, a leading figure in America, yes. Yeah, there's rumours about them shagging the pig. Sorry? Uh, they got some rumours uh, coming down the wire about a, a very prominent guy over here yeah. uh, shagging the pig. Wowzers. And and uh, just think, people say satire is dead. Um, okay, well, what 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 can you tell us? Obviously, for legal reasons, don't you know name anybody. But what can you tell us about this um, this, this person who likes to fornicate with swine? Well, we we uh, we got some pictures. Okay. Now it's hard to make out exactly who it is. Yes. Um, but he's a big partly fella. Yes. A lovely. Kind of a sandy blonde there. Yeah. 
and uh, he, he, he behind the pig, and they give him okay, a right Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 we got that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this, this could have uh, the major consequences over there, because uh, this person isn't very popular. Okay, you, you, it sounds like you're describing either Ronald McDonald or Donald Trump. Right, I wouldn't name names at this point. Okay. Uh, I'll just say bingo. So, Ronald McDonald um, is uh, having sex uh, with... Donald Trump is, is having sex with animals. This uh, is what we've uh, established. Wow. Uh, Alleged- allegedly. Oh, what? I don't think that... That doesn't really help. Just the rumours. I've seen the picture. It could have been a Photoshop. I don't know. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, um, th- thanks for that. Going to be developing. God bless all you. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed. I mean... Um, in so much trouble. What a delightful fruitcake. Evening, Jerry. Hello, I was astounded to find out today. Yes. They're going for gold finches, written by... Um, the going for gold theme tune. Who was it written by? Hang on a second. I should know this. I'm not, not going to believe it. I'm going to believe it. Hang on. I'm not going to say Richard Stilgo. No. Um. Go on. I'm going to say Jeremy Beadle. Hans Zimmer. Who? Oh. Hans Zimmer. Who's he? Hans Zimmer. Who's Very him? famous composer. Gladiator. I'm not heard of him. He's not that famous. I've heard of all the composers. He did right. Gladiator. Can you feel the force of, of the, the gladiators? gladiators? So he does TV themes. Mm. He does film scores. Film the, the gladiators, Kurt Russell. <sighs> Kurt Russell? I don't know. Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe. I'm not a big film fan. <laughs> well, but it's not that unusual. I thought it was going to be... So, it's not that unusual that someone who scores movies now started out doing TV themes. Yeah, but crappy going for gold, Henry Cowley. Yeah, but he was good going for gold. I like that bloke, wasn't it Lars or wherever his name is, smashed up the studio all the time. That was great. I used to love going for God. OK, you're, you're playing catch-up in the two-zone. Playing catch-up in, in the, the two-zone. Zone. What does that even mean? It means you're in the two-zone and you're behind. Sounds rude. So you can get two points for this. That's what it means. I've had a disaster today. Go on, what happened? I'm your first ND into a urine bottle. You did your what? ND into a urine bottle. ND? Yeah. What's that mean? Negligent discharge. Oh, God. What's that? Yeah, I don't can't believe what, it. Well, I don't know what that means. Think. What else comes out? Oh, God. Yeah. Well... What, semen? Yeah. Out of you when you're having a pee? Well, the woman's holding it. Oh, well, but that's... But, but that's a natural bodily thing. That happens. It's embarrassing, but it shouldn't be embarrassing because it happens. That was the first ever one. Well, there you go. These, these things, um, you know, these things happen. Traumatised. Well, yeah, I bet. Then he went silent for a bit. Yes. And then he just says, shall we tidy up? <laughs> oh, well, listen, isn't it funny we get embarrassed about our bodies and the stuff that comes out of it, and, and we shouldn't really. I'm sorry that happened, but... um going to see him on that picture. Well, don't hang on a minute. Hang on a minute, mate. I'm don't go from... Don't, co- don't... Please, please don't make the leap from talking about coming... To talk about my mum. Have a have a have a moment's you know breath in between. Do you know what I mean, Kath? Have a moment's breath in between <sighs> ejaculant 
and, and my then mum. Referring to, Please, yeah. I mean, yeah, really. I'm sorry. That's um, Sam gets it. Sam gets it. Look, he's easy. Sam's curled up in the, the fetal position there with embarrassment. Right, what um, you've done um, is you tried to smear your embarrassment I'm all over my mum. Oh. Disgusted with myself. You should be disgusted with yourself. I am. Outrageous behaviour. Just have a beat. I'm sorry. Shut up. Yeah, Mum's fine. And she'll be on The One Show tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. My mum on The One Show! What to report or a story about? Um, it's about um, my mum being a pain in the arse <laughs> and she won't die and give me her inheritance. Well, you love her to bits. No. It's nice. Do you know what? The, the, the BBC took us out for an hour <coughs> and um, they took us to this really nice um, uh, cafe. Um, I think it's called Jack and Jill's. Or Jack and Alice or something, in Gerald's Cross. And I'd never been there before. I've walked past it a load of times, never seen it. And um, they made a fuss of us. I had a nice um, bacon bagel, and she had a cream cheese and salmon bagel. Or salmon and cream cheese, but many people call it. And um, all paid for by the BBC. Thanks very much indeed. Licence fee payers, you suckers. How easy was it for us to get about in the streets and everything? Sorry? How easy was it for a girl about Well, you'll watch, you'll watch. She, um, she, at uh, the end of it, I've not seen it, but I, I've, I've read the transcript of it, and I think at the end of it, she nearly runs me over. It's so, my husband, Yeah. So you yeah, see, but my, my, my dear old mum will be on telly tomorrow night, and I, I will be out, so I won't see it, um, but they're going to send me a DVD, and um, I will be, she'll be thrilled. And finally. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. All right, Jerry. And finally, you see who's on tomorrow night. I've got no idea whatsoever who's on tomorrow night. Do you know who's on? Yeah. Who is it? Rufus. Ah, it's not the American. Breathe easy, everybody. Breathe easy. <laughs> That's what everyone was worried about. Oh, you'll have a laugh with Rufus. All right, this is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Here we go. 0344 499 1000. Good evening, Gatford. Evening, boss. Evening, Gaff. Hello. Hello. Um, I was hoping that my story might be the oldest uh, on the show, but then that bloke came up with a 2,000-year-old urn, and yep. so it's been slightly beaten. But uh, my crawling story goes back 30 years. Yes. Uh, do you remember the storm of 1987? I do remember it, yes, I do. I went out and took photographs of the trees, but uh, I, had a, I had a posh camera, but I didn't know how to use it. That was the year we first moved down south, and we thought, what hellhole have we come yeah, to? Yeah, it's good. Well, that. This, this was the first time that I'd ever been experienced proper darkness that I remember, because all the streetlights went out. Yes. Um, so um, you, you may remember, as, as we have uh, met before, that I'd be spectacled. And uh, in the midst of the storm, I knocked the glasses on the floor and had to crawl around and try and Hey, like it. Velma! Jinkies! Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wowzers. And I broke them. <laughs> I managed to, to crawl over them oh. and had to tape them up the next... Surely, the right, if you, if, you, if someone drops their glasses... All you've got to do is... Right, because everything's blurry, yeah? Yeah. So surely all you've got to do is look around for the two small circles that are in focus. <laughs> Isn't that how it works? No, no there's two no, small circles quite. that are in focus no. over there. I'll go, I'll go over there and get them. <laughs> Isn't it? Normally I'd put the light on, but, but couldn't, and look around, you know, yeah. for the glint off the light or something. But yeah. no, not like that. I'd to crawl around a good ten minutes as well. I'm going to... Um, has anyone ever actually found a contact lens that they've dropped on the floor? Mm-hmm. I mean, then you suck it and put it in your mouth. No, because mine are disposable, so it'd be all like mankeying. Um, I don't get contact lenses. I have no idea how they work whatsoever, and I, I... don't want to. But I'm going to get glasses. You know, I went for an, for an eye test a while ago, and she said, well, your long, your, your, your long vision, your, your, your long division, 
is too far. Is a little. Is not. Is not great. You could get glasses, but I'd leave it for a bit. And I came out really? so disappointed. So I'm going to go to a different optician, and I'm going to fake get a second opinion. No, no, no. I'm not even going to get a second opinion. I'm going to deliberately fail. Right. The eye test. That, that doesn't work. No, you'll get... Sorry? You'll but get no. headaches. You'll, they'll give you two strong glasses and you'll get headaches. And I don't up. drink. I've, for years, as I used to walk into the optician's room, tried to memorise the list with the glasses on. Yeah. They know. They're smart. Um, what's that test where they, the machine blows air into your eye? That doesn't well, do anything. Like glaucoma, isn't it, or something? Yeah, it's for pressure. That's just, that's just so they can make you twice go... Like that. Yeah. That's it's all that is. It's fun when they put the drops in your eyes and it makes your eyes go, put pupils. Oh, go mate, when I um, when I thought I had was having an aneurysm, and when was that? It was a bit. <laughs> on one of the shows, no? oh, right. And I thought I thought I had MS. I actually thought I had oh, MS. Oh, I remember that. And so I went for two days of like proper full-on tests. I was getting really bad migraines, and I was, I was, I was sort of numbness in. I had numbness in my hand. I've still got this numbness in my hand. And I went to this neurologist, and he did a test on me. And the test came back, and he said, oh. He said, he said it's not saying you haven't got MS, but it's what? saying that you might have MS. Oh. Right, I was like, oh, flipping it. I did this test. So he then did me two days of intense like, MRI scan, and, and I've got, like, white lesions on my brain, all this stuff, right? But the best thing was, he put he puts these drops in your eyes, because you can see MS in the eyes, right? It's, oh. Some strains of MS, you can see things behind the eyes, like um, little spots or something. So to make it easy to see, he put these drops in your eyes. He said, you won't be able to see for two hours after this, because what yeah. it does, your pupils go massive. Yeah. Like the size, the size of round saucers. There's a reference for some of the kids out there. His eyes are as big as the size of round saucers. And, um, and it was brilliant. He couldn't see anything. I'm just sat there like this. Couldn't see anything. It was wonderful. When I have it done, I have a legitimate reason not to have to go back to work. Because I can't, I can't see anything, so I have to stay in a coffee shop for two hours. There you go, you see. That's what it's all about. Yep. I'm going to get... I, I had glasses. I had some cool glasses um, for reading and stuff. And, um, and it really helped when I was like compute, doing computer work and reading and stuff. And then when I stopped smoking weed, it was like... Oh, I was just stoned. That was, that was, <laughs> I was flip, just stoned. Do you remember the flip sunglasses as well that you used to get if you wore glasses? Do you remember seeing those? Oh, oh the ones you put, you clip onto the yeah. lenses and you flip them down. I'm so glad that technology moved the forward. The worst glasses, and the worst glasses, are the ones that separate at the nose. And so they, you know, so it's got a yeah. glass on one, one tit and a glass on the other tit. And then you just pick them up and they magnetise and they clip together. What the hell? The Partridge and Preva wear those. I know, I was just thinking that. Good morning, PPIs. They're ridiculous. Could you lend me the money for laser surgery? Um, For uh, laser surgery in your penis, certainly. Yeah, of course. Gotcha! Evening, Kadir! Hello, I have a story of when I was... um, was, uh, Don't tell us what it's about. Tell us a story and keep it under two and a half minutes. No problem. So um, I'm catching a bus because I've just had a couple in the pub, so obviously I didn't want to drive. Um, so uh, it's quite late at night. It's about nine o'clock in the, the number nine bus. I'm on it. And um, there's this group of chaps at the front of the bus. And um, uh, they're all wearing sort of suits. Yeah. And I'm sat near the back where the bell is because I position yeah. myself <laughs> with a bell. You said it. <laughs> Brilliant. Um so so these guys look at me and then they come up and sit around me and they start talking to me and it turns out they're Mormons and they've just done a, done a mission thing in the town. The Mormons have done a mission! 
We've done a mission for Jesus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so I, I can't not talk to them. I can't just blank them or tell them to go away because that's rude. These are religious people. Yeah. So I get talking, and in the end, I practically give them my, my life story. Well, yeah, I bet you did. did. <laughs> <laughs> and I now. bet they were looking at their watches going, yeah, sorry, dude. Um... I've told them my address, phone number, yeah. and all this, and they schedule a meeting with me. Yes. And the, the, the ne- these guys are efficient. The next day, I've got a knock at my door, yes. and I look through the people, and it's this group of four chaps in suits looking all happy. And... And I have to sort of sneak on the floor to turn down sort of, I think it's the radio or the TV or the Alexa, something like that, yes. just so they don't hear me. And it does take about 10 minutes for these guys to go away. Yeah. Well, you, well, but you had arranged to meet them. I know, but I, I feel that it was under duress at this point. I, I didn't really want to. Well, you should have just said, look, I'm not, I'm not interested. I saw um, a woman, um, he used to be a Scouse guy in uh, o- o- Oxford Circus in London, um, with the megaphone. He got done, I think, didn't I think he got done for, for, for preaching the gospel and stuff, because um, he was quite mean. Um, <clears throat> and there was a very elderly lady there today with, um, she had a megaphone or a microphone, or just a really loud voice, I don't know, but basically... You're all gonna, you're all gonna die in hell. You're all, and I'm thinking, I'm, I'm going down Oxford Circus tube at <laughs> rush hour. I'm in hell, lady. It don't get any worse than this. Kadir, thank you very much for that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. There we go. It took an hour and fifty minutes. Are you listening, other presenters? For the first time this evening, for one hour and fifty minutes into the show, the switchboard is empty. That's how you do it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You are listening to Talk Radio on DAB. Maybe you've downloaded the app, or you could even be watching us at youtube.com slash rabbit hole, um, uh, which is uh, kind of our YouTube channel where we're streaming it now. And I'm in the chat, and I can see Christmas Bot and Herp Derp, Double Derp, and Quiet, and all these people. Um, I would suggest you subscribe to it, youtube.com slash rabbit hole, because... Late May, early June, they've sent some dates through, which I will go through with you. Kath and I are going to try and do something which I don't know is technically possible. Right. Loads of people were helping me on Twitter yesterday, so some of you will know about it. Um, But we are going to, uh, at the Bill Murray pub in London, we're doing it in London, and if it works, we'll take it around the country as well. We're going to do a live TV show on YouTube. Okay, it's not proper telly, but it's, you know, it's the future. We're going to do a live TV show with an audience. You'll be able to buy tickets. We're going to have a guest as well. Um, And um, we're going to stream it on YouTube. It will last... It's going to last about 45 minutes. (laughs) This is all coming to me. It was just a silly idea I had the other day. So it'll be kind of like the Rabbit Hole podcast, but we'll have a guest that we'll interview. Um, we, Kath and I are going to make a couple of little short films. If you guys have any short films that you think might fit our tone of humour, that you would like shown on the Rabbit Hole... Um, I don't, it's called the, the Rabbit Hole TV show with Ian and Kath or whatever, I don't know. <laughs> if you've got like a short film, no more than two minutes, right? I mean, if it's really funny, more than two minutes that you'd like shown. It'll be shown to the audience. We'll have a screen there. Literally, I'm just working this out as I'm saying it. 
We'll have a screen there so the audience can see it, but we'll also stream it as part of the show, so it will, it will come on the thing. Um, send me an email, ian at ianlee.com. <coughs> ian at ianlee.com. And um, we, we might show it. Yeah. Um, that's, that's as far as I've got. I'm also thinking as well, if you've got an interesting story, and I'm going to leave it as vague as that, if you've got an interesting story that you think you could tell in sort of five to seven minutes um, or less, um, also send me an email, ian at ianlee.com, because I'm just thinking of something like that. I was going to say to you that was a good idea. Yeah, 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 a good idea. Uh, So this is what we're after for the um, Rabbit Hole TV show, which will be happening live. And it'll happen live on, on YouTube, so you can watch it. We might, I think we might take phone calls as well. We'll see. That may be a step too far. Um, and then you can watch it afterwards again. Um, uh, uh, so if you've, what we're after is we're after um, short films, sort of two and a half minutes, really. Um, guest suggestions, although I'm thinking we might ask Adam Buxton to yeah. around. Um, and if you've got a, a story, uh, you know, a story that you think... People might get something out of. Doesn't have to be funny. Can be straight. Can be serious. Can be. But it, it can, can be funny. It can, can be all be. those things. Yeah, it can be any of those things. Um, then Ian at ianlee.com. Cool. If you're going to tweet as guest suggestions, please big favour. Don't at them. Yeah, don't at them. Please, In case that's we don't want to do them. And Albin's on the line. Good evening, Albin. Uh, hello, Ian. Hello, Albin. Now it says on my screen you're Jamal's dad. Uh, I am Jamal's father. Really? This is, this is true. This is true. Uh, okay. Little buddy, little buddy told me earlier. Uh, Jamal been confounding you. Yes. Yes. Um, you tell him he can be De Niro. Right. Yes, I did tell him that. And, yes. Uh, yeah, he can be. Uh, there is only one Rupert Pumpkin. Ian. <laughs> um, he cannot be De Niro. He Jamal. See Jamal Pumpkin. There's um, only one Rupert Pumpkin. Tikanis, king, king king of comedy. Yeah, uh, uh, Alvin Tikanis. Uh, Ian, uh, listen, Ian. There is only one Pacino, only one Tony Montana, not Jamal Montana. So w- why you tell him he can be De Niro? Why why you tell him he can be um, a Pacino? He cannot be Pacino. Um, uh, Ian, one one minute. I need to put down my shutter yeah. from my shop. I am closing my shop this evening. Okay, uh, Alvin, and, uh, Alvin, because uh, I remember, uh, um, I remember Jamal said that his dad was his mum was Turkish and his dad was Greek. So you're Greek, aren't you? Oh, uh, here's my I oh, oh, Ian. Let me tell you, Tikanis, the, the, the wife, oh, the wife was the one. Polikala. Oh, um, no, 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 Ian. Thank uh, you very much indeed. <laughs> it's a nice try. <laughs> That's a funny prank call. It's excellent. That is a funny prank call. It was funny. It was affectionate. It was a little bit racist. But it was on the right side. It was a call back to something earlier. Pacino. He's not. There's only. He's, he's, he's not Jamal Montana. Oh, that was a great call. We'll have that. We'll have that. Thank you, buddy. There we go. We'll have that. Um, 
So, yeah, youtube.com slash rabbit hole. And there's loads of videos on there. There's loads of 11 o'clock show. Uh, we stream this show on there most nights. I stream my gaming on there. I realise that's a niche thing, but it's going to get bigger. Um, and we're going to make silly videos. And when, when we get to 5,000 um, subscribers, we'll do, we'll do something. I'll show me tits or something. I don't know what we'll do. <laughs> what? Um, but, yeah, so, so late May, early June, we are going to do a... Li- we're going to have a go at doing a live TV show. I don't know if technically it's going to be possible... Um, so I'm going to have a little play around with my computer, probably next week, because everyone's going away for half term. So I shall have a little play around and see if I can get the technology to kind of do what I want it to do. It'll be two two cameras, maybe three cameras. We'll see. We'll see. But that's the plan. Thinking big, man. You've got to think big. And the other day it was... Get, is this pre-recording news? Good, because I'm on a roll now. The other day I was, I was asking loads of questions about it on Twitter. And then I thought, oh, it's just, just it's people going, it might not work because of this, and it will slow your computer down, and maybe you should get a newer computer, and it, it's going to be tricky and all this. And I, I thought, ah, oh, stuff this. This is too hard. And then I remembered, Catherine, our thing, um, don't be afraid to fail. So if we go and we sell tickets for a thing, and we have 100 people there, and we say we're going to stream a live TV show, if it doesn't work... Doesn't work. They'll still get a show. We'll still we'll still have a fun evening. We'll we'll still have a guest there. You can get we've still got to interview a guest. We'll still have short films to show. <coughs> we'll still have people coming and maybe standing up and telling their stories or sitting down and telling their stories, whatever. So it'll still be an event. And it this is don't be prepared to fail. And I was thinking the other day, you said the other day, what is gonna be the next thing? This is the next thing. This is the next thing. Um, oh, and I'll tell you about the Rabbit Hole podcast in a bit as well. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. This is the Late Night Alternative with me and Lee on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I'm a truck. Say, mister, are you a truck? Yeah, yeah, I'm a truck. Can I have a ride? Sure, hop in. Oh, I'm a truck. Uh, uh, I'm a truck. Uh, uh. Say, mister, you ride good. Mind if I turn on the radio? Go ahead. Uh, uh. Now the chart topper on this week's top 30 countdown. I'm a truck. Uh, uh. I'm a truck. Uh, uh. So let's just analyze that song for a second. That's Wild Man Fisher. So he's singing a song, I'm a truck. And um, look, let's break it down. Let's just break it down. Let's just go to the start of this song. Here we go. I'm a truck. He's singing, uh, right? I'm a truck. Uh, uh. Say, mister, are you a truck? Yeah, yeah, I'm a truck. Uh, uh. Can I have a ride? Sure, hop in. Oh, I'm a truck. Uh, uh. So he's a truck. A young hitchhiker, possibly a child, we don't know, climbs inside him for a ride and once in there they turn the radio on and the radio is playing the song I'm a truck I'm a truck uh, uh. say mister you ride good mind if I turn on the radio go ahead uh, uh. now the chart topper on this week's top 30 countdown I'm a truck uh, uh. I'm a truck uh, uh. say mister you ride good <laughs> Do you want to hear the pop song from that album? Of course I do. Um, where is it? So Wild Man Fisher was um, um, uh, a mentally ill homeless guy that used to sing on the streets of L.A. And Frank Zappa um, exploited him. There's no other way around it. Exploited him. I sold my... I had the Wild Man Fisher album and it cost me... cost me close to 100 quid. What? Yeah, yeah. It was really rare. And then I sold it for like 65 quid. Well, I was clearing stuff out. I should have kept hold of the Wild Man Fisher album. Um... So some of the songs 
are, um, I'm looking for Let's Do The Taster. Let's do the taster while my love is a waster. So some of the songs are just him singing Acapulco in the studio, and some of them, Frank Zappa and the um, Mothers of Invention are playing. Let's do the taster. Hang on a minute. Maybe I haven't got it on here. Taster. No, you're telling me it's not there. Let's do the taste. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. We're going to have to go through every single track on the album. Hang on. Hello, this is Larry Fisher. Thanks for buying this collection of... Okay. Golden Rhino Records. Nope. Well, I hear I got a lot of rock fans in Europe, oh. and uh, I know rock fans in Europe would like Jimmy Duran. He's coming to town. Nope. I like the pilot. I like the pilot. I like the pilot. I like the pilot. Nope. Josephine, oh, jo- The do run run. Sean Cassidy did that lucky sucker. <laughs> he got that song, the do run run, and he made it into a number one song. This could be it. Did you see that? On Billboard? He took a Phil Spector class. <laughs> this, is, this, is this is it. This is the pop song. This is the single. This the is the single. Wall, cool. Do the, the wild wall, man. Song. Here we go. New dance going round the land. Come on, everybody, do the wild man. Throw your arms up, pretend you're a child. That's it now. You're getting wild. Stand on your. Hip- nope, that's not it. Um, here's his take on the the uh, the famous song Handyman. Listen, girls, what I'm putting down. I wanna be your handyman. Uh, come on, people. Gather around, listen to what I'm putting down. I'm your handyman. Well, that's not it. We'll, we'll get there. Hang on a second. Let's I mean, all of these could be hits, to yep. be fair. Here we go. Fairy tales can come true. Wow. It can happen to you if you're young and hard. Or as rich, you will find to be narrow. You're young and hard. You can go to extremes with impossible schemes. You can laugh when your dreams fall apart in the scenes. And here is the scene in life gets most exciting. No, that's not it. Here it is. I found it. I found it. This is this is the this is the pop song. Here we go. This is the pop song. Come on, let's do the taster When my love was so graceful When the things of the past Were just as good as the rap As well, I knew a girl Just a one certain girl Who taught me the taster And it's good as the twister Come on, let's do the taster When my love was so graceful When the things of the past Were just as good as the Things in everyone's purse. Come on, let's do the taster. When my love was so wasted. When the things of the past were just as good as the rest. 
Well, I knew a doctor, just a one certain doctor who goes around putting things in everyone's doctors. Come on, let's do the taste. When my love was so braced, when the things of the past were just as good as the rest. Well, I knew a cow, and just a one certain cow, who'd give his life, oh, just to be an owl. Oh, come on, let's do the taste, and my love was so graceful. I knew a cow, just a one certain cow, who'd give his life just to be an owl. I mean, those, that is, that's poetry, isn't Technically, it? Technically, it was a bull, then. Yeah. A cow, and just a one certain cow, who'd give his life, oh, just to be an owl. Oh, come on, let's do the taste, when my love was so grace, when the things of the past were just as good as the rest. Well, I knew a cat, and just a one certain cat, who'd climb a mountain, oh, just for a rat. Oh, come on, let's do the taste, when my love was so grace, Etc. 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 Let's go to Jamie. Good evening, Jamie. How's it going, Ian? It's that and, and uh, that last ten minutes of broadcasting is what my life is like, and well, it's partly why I'm I'm no longer or I'm uh, my marriage has ended. It's because I just sit there going, oh, hang on a second, I remember. Oh, listen to this, and then I'd na- I'd now go off onto all kinds of Frank Zappa bootlegs, and then I'd be off on, a, and that is it. If I didn't have this radio show as an outlet. I'd be the guy stood by the recycling um, uh, bins outside Tesco shouting abuse at people. I thought you were going to say that's what your life is like because that is what my life is like when the kids are home. Oh. It'll be, listen to this song, Mummy, oh, and relentless. they'll be making them up. It's relentless. People quite often say, and they say this a lot, actually, particularly when I've been, if I've been on telly for a while, have you been tested for like, or, or do you think you might be autistic? Autistic, that's the emphasis, isn't it? Autistic. Or... H- HD? Is that? ADHD. ADHD. HD is high definition. Um, and I'm not. I think I've been tested for it. I, think, I don't think I've been tested for it, but I think my psychiatrist, I think I might have raised it in my psychiatrist. Of course you're not. Listen. Uh, Just excitable. Liking and focused. weird lists and stuff yeah. doesn't necessarily make you no, autistic. Just... It makes you a bloke. Yeah, yeah. I'm, fo- I'm just focused. I'm focused, Jamie. What you got for us, Jamie? Um, I'm, I'm phoning up about the beginning of this, the show. You were saying about like hiding from people and stuff yeah, like go that. Yeah, uh, It was, and I was agreeing with Kath, uh, the awkwardness of it, of waiting, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but waiting for the tension. Yeah, yeah. It's well, when you really was... become aware of your breathing and stuff, and thinking, oh, am I breathing Kath, really loud? Kath, listen to this. Uh, I was I got with my partner about twelve years ago, and uh, started dating her. So I come round to her house, her brother let me in, blah, blah, blah. Oh, she's upstairs. So I've gone up. She's in the shower. Oh, God. So she said, oh, I'll be, I'll be about 20 minutes. So, right, no problem. Yeah. So as, as I've turned round to the bedroom, I've noticed the clothes on the bed. So I thought, should I hide underneath the bed? <laughs> and then grip her ankles as she gets to the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought, yeah, well, that would be a great idea. She'll find it funny anyway. So I dived under the bed and I'm, I'm dead quiet and all that. Anyway, she's up forever and the, the waiting, I'm thinking, what if she comes in? She, she thinks I'm a weirdo. I've only been with her six months. <laughs> 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 she's going to think I'm a rival of weirdo. So um, I'm waiting, the anticipation and all that. Well, anyway, she comes out of the shower. She comes into the bedroom and Kath, you'll know this. But, Sorry. No, go on. I was just I'm, getting, I'm playing a bit of music underneath. Go on. I'm loving this. Oh, this is great. Right, um, anyway, um, 
like women do, they don't just get dressed. They <laughs> nope. moisturise. <laughs> so it was a full show, and I'm like stuck under the bed thinking, wow, she's going to think I'm a pedophile. She's going to think you're a pervert. Yeah, there comes a point yeah, where exactly. where you've exactly. missed your chance to jump out and be yeah. light about yeah. it. You've sat exactly. there, you're a voyeur now. Exactly, exactly. So I, I was like... I, I stuck to my guns. I waited until she went for the clothes. I committed myself. Oh, right. <laughs> is, and, and what and happened? I her legs. Oh, mate, the squeal. You grabbed her legs? <laughs> oh, yeah, I grabbed her legs. She slipped That's out right. like a bar of soap. I was there. I, I had to do it. <laughs> she jumped out of her skin, mate. But now we've got two kids together, and she gets me back every time. Oh, can, I, up on can, can I ask you a really personal question? Go on, mate. Did you have the best sex you'd ever had after that? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Well played, Jamie. Well played. Oh, Jamie, that's brilliant. And you're still with her. Good. For, and she does am, it. Do you, do, she does it to you now. Oh, definitely. She yeah. shouts. She uses the kids as weapons, mate. Yeah. <laughs> she'll, she'll, she'll have the kids shout me in. Oh, dad, dad, and I'll come in, and then she'll jump out. Or the kids will do vice versa. It's a, it's, it's a mind show, mate. <laughs> Jamie, thank you for that, man. Um, one more yeah, thing, go on, you, go on. Go, mate. Yeah. That that's, that uh, singer you was asking about on Eurovision is called Daz Samson. Oh, <laughs> oh, the school. It was like set in a school, yeah, wasn't it? I, I met him. I met him. He, he got me band, me, me brother's band together a few years back. <laughs> he, he sung. He sung a dead cheesy one called Rhinestone Cowboy with some cowboy bloke. I don't know who he is. Hang, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. The, that one was quite, the one that was the version that was quite a big hit. He sang Rhinestone Cowboy, but he, he he basically stood in the background going, "Giddy up, giddy up." No, because there's because there's a version. On it. There, Sorry, it's, and Glenn Campbell's in that video, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, know yeah, the yeah, song. He's... Is your hang on a minute? Are you saying your brother was in that band? No, no, no. I'm saying that that Samsung is in that in that. With a load of girls yeah, and all that lot. I know, I know it because I've seen that. That's one of. Um, hang on a minute. That's one of my. I'm going to play it in a bit. Oh, look at that. It's one of it's awful because Glenn Campbell popped. Have you seen this? Cat? No. Yeah. Oh, well, here we go. Hang on a minute. Let me wait for this advert to go. You, 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 you watch this, right? I've kind of ruined the surprise a bit, but um, here we go. So it's it's awful, right? Here we go. <laughs> Hang on a second, Jamie. Have some of this, right? Oh no, no. It's awful. This is not how Glenn should be remembered. <laughs> yeah. Sexy cowgirls. Yo, party people in the house. I've got those tops. Red combat trousers. It really is. I'm going to tweet. I'm going to tweet that. Jamie. Was he ill then? No, that was 2002. <laughs> oh God, I hope you forgot that. Yeah, like I said, he, he ain't my brother, mate. He, he's just he tried to get my brother in a band. They, they did end up forming a band called the Young Offenders Institute. But <laughs> it's a mad, mate, mad story. Jamie, thank you for that, mate. Another time. That's a All great right, call. Bro. Thank you, fella. Cheers. Take it easy, mate. Tell, there we go. What a nice guy. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand um, is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, this is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh, my word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
344 4991000. This is Talk Radio. You can listen on DAB. Uh, you can listen on app. Uh, you can download. Uh, you can go to the, the, the website, talkradio.co.uk. Paul Ross will be on at one. Um, Rage Our Figures are out. Our show is down a little bit, which I'm actually really pleased with because I thought it would be down a lot because I don't know if you remember, guys. I was away for five weeks. I was away for five weeks. So I don't know what the station is. Do you know what the station has done as a. I think we're doing all right. Okay. Well, this show's down a little bit. Um, in terms of radio, in terms of digital, straight up like a. I'm, I'm, apparently, I'm not allowed to tell you the numbers, but let's just say people listening online, it's like way up. So yeah. that's groovy. That, we can say that. That's groovy. Um, the test will be in the next three months as to, to, to whether the jungle um, uh, paid off, the jungle punt paid off in that way that I hoped it would. But the digital shows that it has, so I'm very, very happy with that. Um, I'm very happy with that. Uh, let's go to John. Good evening, John. Hello, Ian. Hello, John. What you got for us? Uh, I'm sure the, the ratings are going to shut up soon. Here we go. Well, because you've called yeah. in. Well, I, I called in about a couple of things, but um, last week, did you, uh, did you mention Jeff Lynn on the GLs? Well, you might have mentioned Jeff Lynn. Oh, well, I, I never heard it, sorry. Oh, well, hang on. Maybe we didn't mention Jeff Lynn. Why are you mentioning Jeff Lynn if... if I... Well, he he would be one of the most... Oh, JLs. Oh, I see. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I we think did. we did. We had Jeff Lynn. Yeah, we had oh, Jeff okay, Lynn. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, like Jamie mentioned before, like um, I'm going back to the beginning of the show um, yes. when you were on about people hating being furniture and Yeah, stuff. yeah. Go on. <clears throat> well, when I was about five or six years old, when something came on the TV, I used to die behind the settee and I was petrified. Can you remember somebody called Ray Allen, who was a ventriloquist? Ray Allen and Lord Charles, yeah, of course, he had yeah, a posh puppet. Yeah. Well, Lord Charles, b- before he had him, he had this puppet called Mickey the Martian. Flippin' heck. Did you ever see that? I don't remember Mickey the Martian. Well, I, I-, I would love you to look it up, Ian. It's, it's spelled M-I-K-K-I, the Martian. Right. Um, and I believe somebody who does it... Um, oh, God. Some sort of puppet show nowadays. He's still got the same thing, and he's, he's looking after it. But um, I've looked online, and I see a picture of it in colour. But I used to watch it in black and white, and it was terrifying, absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Uh, where? Oh bloody hell! Look at that. That I'm is ugly. awful. He's ugly, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yeah. And you know, like um, about a week ago, you posted on something on your. Um, about the Daleks? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I got married young. To a Dalek? Um, 16, well, I, I, I was 17 when I got married. No! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I used to watch Doctor Who, but when I when I put it on the TV, my wife was absolutely petrified by the Daleks. Yeah. And she should jump up and switch uh, the channel over. But you were just kids. How old was she when you married? She was uh, she was seventeen, but I just turned seventeen when we got married. Flipping heck! Uh, How long did you stay married for? We're still married now. Yeah, and, and you sound a little bit older than seventeen. Oh yeah, I'm now. I. <laughs> what, what, what are you now, if you don't mind me asking? I'm sixty-two. I was going to say sixty-two. That's incredible. I got married in nineteen seventy-three. That's incredible. It's the year uh, I was born. Really? Yeah, I was born in 73. Right. Oh, man, alive. Well, congratulations. I mean, I'm assuming you're both still in love. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're in no, love. Yeah. No, no, it's, I don't want to go 
do want to speak lower the... Um, lower the tone. I well, no, couldn't lower the tone any lower than it's been lowered today. Well, me, me, me boy was born in 1973 and he took his life... Uh, yeah, years ago, you oh, know. Oh, mate, I'm sorry to hear that. So I've, I've, I've struggled since then, you know. Yeah, I bet you have, man. I bet you have. That's um, that's a re- that's a tragedy. I'm really sorry that that happens. Aye, aye. But I mean, you know, it's 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 what you've got to go through, isn't it? You know. Well, um, how how are you both doing as a result of it? Well, we do struggle, you know. Um... You know, time does heal. People, you know, everybody says that, but it does. You know, it does heal a bit. It's a cliche because it's true. It certainly numbs the pain. Yeah, But yeah. you never forget, do you? You never forget. Oh, of course not. No, no. Um, have you, have you two had, like, help from outside? I don't necessarily mean, like, doctors and stuff, but family and, and have you, you know, have you, there been people that you could talk to? Well, well, I've had... Um, they counselling, you know. Yeah. Um, Did that help? Well, I, I, like I've had a lot of other things going on in my life, so uh, it, you know, it's 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 not just that. But I mean, you know, I, I was. I, I'll be honest. I was suicidal when I was nineteen, but uh, you know, I've um, look. We're, we're both together now, so you know, we've stayed together, and that's it. You know. So. Here's, the, here's the thing. That um, I'm really, I'm really getting to grips with. It's not fair, is it? Life is really, really unfair. When you watch films and read books, like bad things happen, and then there's generally a, you know, there's a positive ending. Most films, you have some crappy things, and there'll be a happy ending. And we've all come to kind of think that that's what life is like. Is you go through bad stuff, and at the end there'll be something good necessary. Um, but it's not, it's not true, is it? Life, no. life ain't fair, and it no. sounds like you've had a particularly bad deck of cards that have been dealt your way. Well, I have, I, but I've, I've just had to, I've just had to play them, you know. Just had to play my cards, and I, I think I, I bragged them a bit. <laughs> oh, mate. Um, well, listen, I'm really glad that you didn't take your life when you were 19. I'm glad no, you're still no, around. No, no, I, I, I was in a bad place then, like, you know, but. Um, no, I th- you know, um, life changed a lot. Um, I don't know how to say it. Um, you know, you, you just, you, like, you, you take what you have, you, like, yeah. you forgive people and stuff like that, you know, and you just you just take, take it as it is, you know. Can I ask what your boy's name was, or, or would you rather not say? No, it was Mark. Mark Watson. He had a nickname, Doggy. Darky, we couldn't couldn't use that nickname Darky now, could you? Why was he called Darky? Um, well, there was a <laughs> obviously it was like um, Marky and Darky was a bit of a, a rhyme. Okay, yeah, yeah. But there was a there used to be a, um, an engineering firm next door to where, and his kids used to go in and pinch stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, and he was one of them. I don't know what he used to steal. <laughs> Just a little bit of metal and this, that, the other, you know. That's what kids do for a kick, don't they? Aye, so he was like Clarky's Darty. That was his nickname. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what a, he was a great. He was a great kid. Great I, bet, kid. I bet he was amazing. I bet he was amazing. I used to work with him, you know. Um, I was working with him just before it happened, you know. Um, do you have... Uh, I, 
Again, if you know, if I ask anything you don't want to answer, you say, uh, did he leave a note? Did you have any idea? Do you have any idea why he decided no, he thought I that would no be a good idea, option? But I had, I had a note left before then, before the thing happened, <clears throat> um, and I don't know how I came across it. But um, he wasn't very, uh, wasn't very good with English, put it that way. Right. Yeah. And it took a lot of deciphering, but I've I've just kept that to myself. Nobody else knows about it. Not even your missus. No. No. Wow. That's um. That's a that's a burden to carry. Hmm. Is it is it up is it an upsetting note? No, 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 no. Just um, yeah. Was more or less to to look at all his his kids and stuff like that, you know. Oh but, um But as I say, that was that didn't happen at the time, and I don't know how I came across it when I did. But I, I did not receive it then, if you understand. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Um, you're a good man, John. You're a good man, and um, you know shit things happen to good people, unfortunately. And, and I will be thinking of Mark tonight when I when I get home, and I'll be thinking of you too as well, man. Well, I love you, and for that, I love you. Thank you, brother. You call again, yeah? Okay, I will do. Take care, mate. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh, that's got me. That has a little bit. That's got me a little bit. Yeah. Oh dear. Deary me. Oh. The stuff people walk around with, and you have no idea. Well, that's, that's really hit me, that has. That's really hit me. What a nice guy. Oh, I'm also annoyed, because I was going to say 62, and I, I held off it. Um, thank you for that, John. I think we'll all be thinking of Mark tonight at some point, and, and certainly thinking of you and your missus. Oh, that's really hit me, that has. Oh, I didn't expect it to. Oh, dear. Everybody's got a story, man. Everybody, I mean... He's got, he's got a, a library full of them. Married at seventeen, suicidal himself at nineteen. His missus who won't let him watch Doctor Who. I mean, it's just, you know. Oh dearie, mate, that's really, um, ah, oh, that's really it, me. That is, um, Matt, stay there. We'll have a little break. This is Talk Radio, the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Hey, 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 hey. Um, last 30 minutes of the show, Paul Ross is on at one o'clock, um, and then James Max is on at five. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's go to New York City and to Matt. Good evening, Matt. Ian, Kath, good evening. How you doing, man? You're right. I'm doing all right. I have to say that last caller just that that shook me. Didn't it? Didn't it? Everybody's, you know, you just don't know what people are carrying around with them. That what a, what a wonderful man, and um, you know, I mean, so much about that story. And that, I mean, the positive thing: married at seventeen, and they're, they're still married at the age of sixty-two. So that's incredible. That's incredible. Um, I've, what, I, I, I had a family member pass away in the last year that that ended up getting sick in his last few years of life. Yeah. And I, I know that it, it took a toll on him mentally and, and emotionally. And I think that he was deep down depressed yeah. and, and I think that really added to it, but he never really spoke about it. And I, I just kept thinking about, it was my dad actually. And I kept thinking about him when I was listening to his call, just, just knowing that uh, some, a human being can, walk around and, and have something so deep and not verbally say it when you want them to say it. Yeah. It's, 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 just, it's just so frustrating. 
so frustrating. I, um, my dad was a liar. My dad was a compulsive liar. I suspect he might have been an alcoholic, but he knocked drinking on the head when I was quite young. And I'm pretty yeah. certain he was a sex addict. Pretty certain. Um, and some, I, I'm, 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 I have my own theories, and one of my theories is something happened to him as a boy. Um, something happened to him as a boy, and it meant that he was constantly looking for love in all the wrong places. And la 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 la. And um, yeah. I didn't speak to my dad for a long time, and then um, about th- three years before his life, I kind of made peace with him, and we were very slowly were building up a relationship together again. And then he got cancer, and then he died, and it was like, oh, Jesus. Um, and I, I never got to speak to him. Particular, I had a few conversations with him the day we made peace, and a couple of times towards the end. But I never really got to sit down with him and say, Dad, why did you? What was going on in your head when you were going yeah. off? When you were married to my mum and you were going off, getting different women pregnant and keeping it secret? What was this? Is what I want to say. To you. I want to ask him what was going on in your head, and. How much pain were you in? Because when he was dying, literally in his deathbed, and my uh, stepmom, I guess, lovely woman called Margaret, I only met just as he was dying, she was having to work a rota on who could come and see him at what time so that the, the, the one, this, this other mother of one of his kids, who was apparently a bit hard work, I'll say, I'm, I met her actually, she was hard work, wouldn't meet one of the aunts and all of this. And I'm thinking, Jesus, his wife is, is doing like a, almost a colour-coded rota of when people can visit a dying man in the last two weeks of his life. That's how complicated his life was. And I just wish I'd been able to say to him how much how much pain were you in man because you know it sounds fun going off and shagging and doing all that stuff but he was the energy the mental energy in keeping this family secret from us and this family secret and 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 the lies he was telling all of them the thing is right it's like other women aside there's children there he's a father to all those children how do you do that Well, he did do you it. think he would have? Go on, Matt. I'm sorry. Do you think he would have? If you sat down and asked him that question, do you think he would have been honest with you and told you the answer? Um, that's a really good question. Um, I like to think we would have got to a place in our relationship where yes, he would. Uh, t- t- towards the end. I didn't ask him stuff in that much detail. In fact, when we made the, the day we made amends, we 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 kind of got together again. I did ask him some stuff about because um, I remember him getting quite drunk a couple of times when I was a kid and stripping off and going out in the street with a mate of his. And then I remember him stop drinking, and I was able to ask him about that because I've got issues with drinking and drugs and stuff. And I was able to say to him, Dad, what what? What was the thing that happened you with when you were drinking? And he he told me, he said that he was driving home from work one night, pissed. Like, not massively, but he was over the limit. And he knocked a policeman off his bike, right? And he panicked and he drove off, right? And he said it was was not a massive thing. A guy wasn't injured, but he panicked and he drove off. And he said, from that day on, he never had another drink. And that, to me, is um, the reasoning of um, an alcoholic... Kind of that the, he he kind of white knuckled it, you know he white knuckled it, and for the, after that 
his kind of shagging took over. Is, is, and this is my cod psychology going on. Uh, would he have told me the truth? I don't know, but I think I would have certainly have been um, uh, uh, better at, at, at sniffing out his, his bullshine than I was 20, 30 years prior to that. So, yeah, I don't know. Dads, man, dads are confused. Are you a dad, Matt? No, um, I do not have kids. Uh, I have nephews and nieces, but not uh, not kids of my own. I will say that in the last the last year or two of my dad's life, I, I made efforts to try to connect. We were two very different people. Yeah. Um, and I love him to death, uh, but we were just very different people with very different kind of mindsets of things. You know, I'm I'm from the middle of America. I moved away. My father and my mother never really left. They stayed and would only travel to like Florida for vacation. You know, they had a, and I, I moved away and lived in LA and New York. And my, I kind of started to see life differently and we clashed and I would try to have these conversations with him and try to open up with him, but he was always kind of reserved with me. And I think that was just something, I think his dad died young and I, I think they had some sort of similar tension that way. And I tried, you know, as best as I could. And, and I wish that, I made more of an effort to open up, but I know I did what I could uh, all, all the way up until the end. Well, I will that's... say the one thing he did teach me yeah. from all that, my father retired when he was 49. He was just, we, we didn't grow up rich or anything. Yeah. He just saved his money. He was just smart, and he wanted to retire early. But from that moment on, he was just never the same. He was just bored all the time. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 he did some part-time stuff here and there. And then he started to get sick about five, six years later, and it went on for about five, six years until he passed away. Yeah. And I, I remember when he retired, I thought, oh, I should work really hard and do the same thing. But then I saw what, it, it, what happened to him, of how it just made him cranky and bored, and it made him sick, and it made it worse. And if anything, I, it, it taught me that I really do need to follow what truly deep down I want to do, yeah. what I ultimately you know, see what my life should be what I think my life should be and what I want to do and then not take that chance because I, I don't want it to end up, you know, being in that same boat he was. So that was just a horrible thing to see. Well, yeah, quite often when um, uh, people retire, and I wonder if it's different for men or women. I was going to I wonder if it's different. I don't know if it is. I'm just throwing that. But when people retire, they quite often lose their purpose, that their job yep. is, is their purpose or, you know, or, or the breadwinner is the purpose. Um, and I do wonder if it's different for men and women. Women, I, 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 massive generalisation coming up, but I, I do think that, that, that previous generations of men have felt that thing of I have to provide for everybody mm-hmm. and I have to work and I and I'm I'm not going to be the one that puts the kids to bed and I'm not going to go to the school concerts and stuff because I'm going to work. I'm work work work. And then when work ends, that community that 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 um, family that they have built within the workplace is gone. The kids have probably moved out. They're there with their wife that maybe they've grown slightly different from. Their wife, this huge generalisations, I know. Their wife has... has I, I think women are better at, at kind of having friends than men are. Go on. I think Go what on. happens to the man, the man in that scenario, and time will tell with this generation where everything's yeah. 50-50, you know, we're both working the same, we're both to pay for a mortgage. You ain't getting paid the same. You know, you've not got the breadwinner homemaker situation yeah. they had in the past. Yeah. I think the women would have found their purpose had slipped away from them when the children left yeah, home. Yeah. And that's why they build a community of friends. Yeah. And so their sort of watershed moment comes earlier than the man. 
the man's got, you know, until he's what, late 50s, 60, yeah. but when he when he left work, when he retired from work, and that's when it would hit him. It's just they, we've always, I think everyone gets it, but society made made it different for men and women. I think as well, also, and this, you know, isn't it funny? We're all, um, you know, I'm, I'm totally for equality and, and and all of that, but yet we still, f- I find um, us myself falling into gender specific roles. Okay, so my wife is still, particularly now I don't live there, is still pri- has always been primarily responsible for the kids mm-hmm. in terms of taking them to school, in terms of buying their clothes and things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, and as a result of that, she has this community of um, other parents and, and things. She's kind of involved in that. And I've always felt outside... I don't know. I'm going off... Of, no, no, no. I think that's, I don't you know... know. I don't know. It happens. Um, big up the Brexit boys, um, by the way. Uh, Matt, what did you call in for? Was there a reason no, for I this? To... I know it seems like a yeah. lifetime ago yeah. now. Nah, this is this is therapy for me for tonight. Um, I actually am calling back to follow up on something. I think you, I called up Friday. Yes. Uh, you were talking about your new career as a uh, video streamer, video game streamer. Uh, yes, I'm going to get sponsorship yeah, and I'm going to become a video game streamer. And I'm disappointing figures so far on the streams. We're getting about twenty six, between twenty six and fifty. I thought that was in tens of thousands. It's not. It's literally twenty six people watching me stream a video game. But I've got. A, if you watched it last night, I've now got a camera and you could watch me in bed playing a video game. Also, think positive, right? There's a gap in the market for a 44-year-old YouTuber. Yep, 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 yep totally. <laughs> That's right. And by the way, you, you're, it's not it's not low numbers. You're building audience. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. This is the American attitude. building audience, see? Yeah, yeah. Here you go. Have I, you got any tips for me? Use... Have you got any um, people that might want to sponsor me? Um, just don't, just don't, you know, show a, a dead body in the middle of Japanese well, forest that's and you're that. good so to go. Things, so. think, let me just write that down, because that's a great bit of advice. I've lost my... Excellent. Lost my, yeah, just, just... Actually, what was, he added what was that, what was that, Matt? What was that? Don't show... Do, do not, sh- do not show a dead body oh. in the middle of a forest in a video, because okay. you're going to add a million subscribers, and people Ooh. will be talking about you like crazy afterwards. He got an extra million subscribers after that? Right. He, he gloated. Cr- he me... actually gloated. He actually gloated about that in his return video right. about two or three days ago. Let me cross out the word "don't." That was after the apology video that no so one. So now it reads: "Show a dead right. body in a Japanese forest." Yeah. That Matt, yeah, excellent and, and advice. On, I do have one point. You went on American TV, and anyway, but there is a video. There is a thing I, what I wanted to mention: is Have you heard of mukbang? M U K B A N G. No, I haven't. It sounds great. Mukbang. M-U-K-B-A-N-G. It is, uh, I think it's mostly South Korean. I think there might be some other... Don't Google it just yet. Let's just wait what this is. Go on. Yeah, Yeah, no, it's totally safe. Oh, okay. So it's going to involve dead bodies. Okay, uh, right, fine. Yeah, no, 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 not that. People, um, it is a a thing. There are people that make tons of money doing this where they sit in front of a camera and eat. And people will watch them because because loneliness is such a big deal in that Mm. part of the world. And people kind of eat alone on their own and don't eat with a lot of other people. So these streamers stream themselves eating food. People will eat along with them and watch this video. And, and send them donations. And there are people that make a living doing yeah. that. It is a real thing online. You, you say people, generally quite attractive women. Yeah, there are a few men. But, yeah, there there is that element of it as well. But, again, there could be a market for a 44-year-old British male to do that as well. I Especially mean, because... The he, internet. There are people, yeah, everyone likes a niche. Exactly. And also, he's bearded, so you get right. the extra thing of him trying to get the stuff out of his beard when he's finished. It's, Hang on a minute. It's win-win. All right, and, but- and, 
Matt, you, and you've don't... eaten crap on television, so it's not that big part oh of a God. difference at Matt, this point. Thank so. you very much indeed. I'm going to watch a mukbang. Welcome back to my mukbang. Today is oh another lazy day of mine, <laughs> like every other day. You know, like the more I'm <laughs> getting comfortable with this whole YouTube and camera, I just like don't care. You know, I have a little bit of eye views. makeup on because it didn't come off yesterday. These, these so I was so lazy and drunk. I was tipsy. I don't even know. I don't remember how I got home Let's yesterday. Get to the She's cooking, she put cheese on some, like, noodles. That's too much food, isn't it? I've got that microphone. Right, That's a lot of food. <coughs> I have a feeling that I'm just gonna... She's eating. Oh, yeah. You, mm. love you love it. You love it. Oh, no. She's a... And they're always good. Mm. Oh, all the lip smacking. It does look good. Sorry, we're watching... This is weird. We're watching a woman eat. I don't know. Don't you guys like it when I don't wear makeup? You're listening to it. Let's see how Because she... I'm, like, super comfortable right now. Let's see. And I um, think... What? The vinegar shot. Here we go. But that's, like, different story, but... Um, I want to, like, design a menu. I want to design... A, I want to, like, plate things. You know, I want this cute little... You know, I just have Perfect. this, like, really cute dream... Of mine, I want decorate things the way I want it to, and I want the food to look like this. I want it to come out like this. I want people to like present it like this. Hmm. So this is a little dream I have right now. But let's see how far we get, how far, and how long it'll take to get there. So watch me subscribers. and see where I am in life. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm watching the video here. I hope you guys enjoyed today's video. But um, I'll see you guys in the next video. Uh, I hate the thing I hate about YouTube videos is those horrible jump, jump cuts. Also, look at all that food. She's going to chuck that. Wowzers. Um, She's not going to eat it. Last 15 minutes of the show, 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. People are telling me it's getting heated on, on um, Periscope. So what? What do you want me to do about it? I'm busy doing the show. What do you want me to do? If people are being rude and offensive, you know you can email me or you can mute them, guys. So um, I'm not quite sure what I'm supposed to do. Um, so um, uh, here's um, someone. This woman's got 3.4 million subscribers. I don't know what you guys are seeing, but I don't really care. I am so hungry. I just did a photo shoot where I didn't eat for days, so I ordered everything that looked delicious on the menu. I'm a little drunk, so I'm going to start eating. Fries. The noise must be part of it. I ate so much champagne. Please don't fall, French fry. No, you fell. <laughs> mm. We had champagne as props and I drank them. Because. That's the weirdest thing, guys. I don't know. <laughs> Look at this shrimp chip pour. <coughs> I told myself it's so huge. <laughs> I told myself I wasn't gonna do a mukbang in 2018 until I lost 20 pounds. 
I lost 12 pounds. It's gonna. I love food, but it's not me. What is that? What the hell is that? That's the weirdest. Tomorrow's a mukbang special. Because I just don't even, I don't even know what that is. I can't work that out. But it seems like you've got to eat as noisily, basically do everything your mother told you not to do. Eat with your, talk with your mouth full. It's just she, horrible. She's got 3.4 million subscribers. That's got over half a million views. This one's got one and a half million views. Same, uh, same woman. Here we go. Chili's Bar and Grill and Papa John's Eating okay, Show. Okay, guys. <laughs> I meant this to be a really epic eating show at Chili's. It's so late now. I ordered this food at 3 o'clock. It's 6.30. I'm sure it's cold food. And I have a pizza coming because I literally canceled Postmates. I'm going to explain the whole story. But I literally canceled with Postmates an hour ago because it took him two hours to get here. And he was still so lost when he was 10 minutes away. Oh, my gosh. Postmates. Sometimes I love you. But seriously. And he was so lost. And he just couldn't understand what I was saying. He did not speak English. So... It was just like, I just I just emailed them and I was like, I need this order canceled. I'm just going to repeat. I'm so hungry, you guys. It is like... Okay, so two deliveries. I'm going to just throw that into the microwave. In I mean, all That's obscene. Is, She's got one, two, three, four, five, this six... Again, my favorite part of all eating shows. Six trays of food so on there. Funny. This is when you know it's going to be out of hand. Right? And she's bringing more out of the There's box. There's more out, seven. These are like the little... Um, but... And she's not got Ugh. the pizzas out it's yet. Uh, so it's like seven of those in this... Me, Listen, no one's that hungry. That's crazy. But I think she is. There come the crisps. Got a packet of crisps. But what? I don't. The ASMR, I get. I get it. It's kind of a kink thing and it gives you a little tingle. This has got to be kinky, hasn't it? I mean, there's no flesh being shown. The no. other one, she was in a T-shirt and nothing else, but you couldn't see anything. This... But it's like the sloppy eating's a thing, isn't it? That's crazy. OK, let's... No, it's not sexual. Now, read the comments. Um, she effing downed that first onion ring. I don't know why it took so long to arrive. Takes out 20 boxes of food. Um, I understand what she's saying in this video. Honestly, people always say Trisha is fat, but for the amount she eats, it's actually really thin. I don't mean that in a mean way, by the way. I watch these because I'm too poor to buy my own food. My personal trainer put me on this low-carb diet. I'm craving so much carbs, and watching her eat makes me feel better. Um, why do I like watching people eat? She has seven plates of Chili's food and five boxes of Papa John's food. I would eat a slice of pizza and three cheesy fries and pass out from eating too much. Wow, Trish is a true goddess. Is it yeah, because, really right, food, so kind of it's stuff. generally quite rude to watch someone eating, isn't it? This is just some extra rice. If you, go out, if you go out for a meal with someone, yeah. you're both eating at the same time, but you will stop eating to talk. You put your fork down to talk and stuff. I've seen people eating. Yeah, but you wouldn't sit there and watch someone eating, unguarded. Well, not a stranger. I've seen people. Well, no, I've watched. But you never watched people in restaurants. Yeah, we, but I don't sit. But you know, we you've got in, to do it carefully. When we were in Wings in Hull, we were watching people eat. Yeah, but I didn't pull up a chair and just sit opposite them. And, and hey, look at the picture of that one. What's she putting in her mouth there? The ten calorie challenge. Oh my gosh! Girl versus food. The, the, the... Okay, what's up, everybody? Today I am doing. <laughs> 
the ultimate eating show. It's called a 10K calorie a day challenge. Um, 10,000 calories in one day. <gasps> I know a lot of you guys are probably like Trish bodybuilders are doing this and they're working out and all that stuff. And you're right. Um, I'm not a bodybuilder. I am just a girl who's ready to go on a diet and I thought <laughs> this is kind of what I do before all my diets don't judge but i like to eat all my favorite foods so i thought i would order all my favorite foods for you guys throughout the day because there's no way i would be able to even enjoy the title for this sitting. is so, ten thousand calorie challenge right girl versus food epic cheat day it's a binge isn't it <laughs> so this is weird man this I can't be healthy for anyone either doing it or watching i will be going about my day of course but i will always come back here to this spot to eat my meals so She's got a big box of Krispy Kremes and a, a four-pint oh, jug no, of milk, on. which she's swigging from. Straight from the bottle. She's got a shirt on that says, always hungry. There's a drink coming up from things <coughs> I order. Order from that has a drink that I love. It's a shake. It has a thousand calories in it. So I wouldn't like to be the Gillian McKeith that opens her Tupperware box. Jesus, I, so I, bet, good, I, bet, I have uh, no idea it had a thousand calories in it. I haven't ordered she's, it. She's put her hand down the bog a few times to pull it out. All right, guys, I'm one more donut. She's going to do I an Elvis if she's not careful. Let's just jump forward a little bit. I need three churros, but you know, I only have a bite of one. Yeah, look at this. I've already failed. If I was even close to me in the challenge, I would try to be a champion, but I'm more close, so... What is it? I, don't, I mean, fair play. What is this radio show? Because it's us just listening Over. to that. That is the weirdest thing. Rory, that has blown my mind. Oh, it's really hard to listen to, him. I can't listen to that. I had him keep muting it the whole time as you were playing it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, why do you find it so abhorrent? Well, I don't, I don't mind like, <coughs> sitting in a restaurant or sitting at a table watching people eat. But if I, I don't know why, but if I see somebody on television eating, I have to turn my face away. Or if I, I'm even worse than the radio, I had seriously, I had to mute that because I was really, I was like, oh my god, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear this inside of her mouth. It's yeah, horrible. Yeah, there was a lot of that. Someone's yeah. just tweeted me. He said, I've not seen many of those videos, but someone I know from that neck of the woods says it's more the shape of the food and the going in and out of the mouth. Oh, um, oh. Some are even banned by their. By their government, I think. What? What? What is, go- what is going on? Yeah, they should ban it. They should ban people from making, uh, from eating TV, eating TV, eating food. Eat, they should TV. ban people from eating TV. Yeah, and eating pig's vaginas and everything, and it's just horrible. It's really bad. I can't stand it. Sorry. I make food videos, but I can't. But I, I actually move my mouth away from the from the camera when I'm eating. Good. Well, good for you. You're deviant. Mm. Uh, what you got for us, Rory? Oh, that, just that. That's oh, it. All right, lovely. Just Thank disgust. You very much. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> That's all he's got. Evening, Lewis. You got beautiful skin. Thank you very much indeed, Lewis. Um, what a what a uh, what a, a strange old show it's been this evening, hasn't it, dear listener? Um, there will be a new. Come in, Paul Ross. Come Hello. in, Paul Ross. Come and join us. Hello. Have you heard of these McBang videos? People, people filming themselves eating. I had, and I'd heard that they were a bit like that. There was a trend a few years ago for people 
gunging themselves for similar kind of slightly odd, you know. Because the gunging, well, the gunging is called dillos. sploshing. Yes, sploshing. That's sploshing, right. yeah. but sploshing is like a sexual thing. It's 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 generally you know women getting covered in je- women with big boobs getting covered in jelly or slime. Like or a post pop version of early Saturday morning telly in the eighties. Yeah, well, this is where where your career was 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 Absolutely. founded, of course. <laughs> you know, um, but so sploshing is a thing. But I've not heard of this uh, eating no. thing before. People are people are messed up, aren't I they? I mean, are people watching? Greg on MasterChef and getting aroused because oh, he God. chews with a mouse open. This is going to be the toughest 15 minutes of your <laughs> life. Him and his flip-top head and his massive spoon. <laughs> what is going... She's got a wicked tongue. What is going to be on your show from 1 o'clock, please, uh, We're talking Lauren Hardy, which I cannot wait, as a completist, oh. because on Talking Pictures TV yesterday, we had not only Bratz, one of my favourites of oh, theirs, yes. where they play the parents and the little children, yeah. but also Laughing Gravy. Oh. And if ever I get a small dog, I will call my dog Laughing Gravy too. So we're talking Lauren Hardy and a whole lot more. And after our triumph yesterday, with Grace Chang was my face red when you spotted her name in English on the cover I said you can't there's not a single word of English on this you can't and he went I was Grace Chang I thought blimey is he fluent in the Mandarin now we've got an Irish answer to the fantastic Taiwanese Grace Chang so we said no one people tweeting me about I can't even read out the kind of number unless you look at the CD it's Grace Chang Paul you idiot Paul Paul Ross will be on we'll be back tonight at 10 until then from us ta-ta